All right, what's up? What's up? What's up? Cool Truth Retro Mania Wrestling Roundtable. Excuse, <laughs> I forgot what I was going to say there. <laughs> Retro Mania Wrestling Roundtable, Retro Mania Podcasting Network, Wrestling Podcasting Network, Cool Truth Podcast Productions. We got some people here, but I'm not doing intros tonight. We're going to turn that over to a friend here. But before we do that, I just want to remind you guys, CT Horror Fest, September 18th at the Naugatuck Event Center, Naugatuck, Connecticut. Jake DeStake and Roberts uh, signing pictures, you know, or signing autographs, taking pictures. Um, lots of horror, pop culture, uh, some wrestling flavor. All the information, www.horrornewsnetwork.com slash CT Horror Fest. And here with the introductions, our friend and one and only, Joe White. And good evening, everybody. I got to give you a little bit of the mad dog there. But <laughs> they, uh, how are you today? <laughs> Mike and Hello, Michael. Anyway, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, welcome to uh, From Pillar to Blade to Truth, whatever we're calling this. The uh, <laughs> I am Joe White. And the reason why you're getting two separate intros, if you're listening to the uh, Retromania feed, is because I wanted to do my own intro for this video. Joining me is the one, the only, Mr. Cool Truth himself, Daddy Cool AC. What's up, everybody? How are you? And because he's the musician of the group, <laughs> I told him that he has to be like Chris Jericho. Oh, God. And do the entire podcast in the form of a rock screen. Oh, it's God. Blading for Truth himself, Hollywood, Jeff Edwards. Yeah, baby! Here we go. We're going to podcast! Woo! <laughs> 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 the, the best part is, is you sound just like him. <laughs> and he added a woo at the end of it, too. <laughs> oh, man. So we were, we were talking before the show. AC said that he had some Ring of Honor news, but before I kick it over to AC, I had a talk with Lobby Margolin, and I told him, I asked him, because he, he's the guy that I go to for ROH stuff. I'll turn it on every once in a while, but I don't keep up with it, although maybe I should with the punk thing going on, because there's rumors with that, too. Um, but I asked him, uh, well, actually, I was listening to Fightful, and Sean Ross Sapp, who I, I really can't stand, but he does know his shit. And he used to wrestle, so I kind of have to give him a little bit of a benefit. Um, he, somebody asked him, what about Ring of Honor stepping through that forbidden door? And he said, it's not as far-fetched as people think, was the gist of it. It's been talked about. Oh, oh, so hang so, on. What what forbidden door are we talking about here? Uh, the, what do you think the forbidden door, the AEW forbidden door? I mean, is that really a forbidden door? <laughs> I mean, I, I'm just I'm, I'm just like, hear me out for a second. When has AEW been forbidden to anybody? They work with Impact. They work with New Japan. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, is that really a forbidden door? Like, what? I always took the forbidden door thing was AEW to New Japan. You yeah. know what I mean? Well, I mean, now it's like his nickname, the Forbidden Door. Any company that goes through AEW is now stepping through the Forbidden Door. So that's where that comes from. So I, I, I talked to Lobby Margolin. Who I has, mean, basically saying that is based, 
and now they're just making it a troll on yeah. eight, on WWE. Like, oh, we're all going to work together, yeah. and you won't work with any of us. <laughs> so I asked Lobby about it, and because Lobby co-host, shout out to Lobby Margolin. Follow him on Twitter at Lobby Marg. Uh, he's co-host of the Business of the Business podcast. And I asked him, I says, dude, what do you think about Ring of Honor stepping through the forbidden door? And he goes, I don't like the sound of it. Because Ring of Honor doing their own thing is what is making them unique right now, which I kind of agree with. And I told him, I was like, well, I mean, I told him, I was like, you know, it's cool, it's fun, and it's different. (laughs) (laughs) Like that, right? You know, I told him, I was like, old Sean Ross Sapp. So if you like an empty warehouse, I mean, yeah, I mean, well, (laughs) he he said, Lobby said he's going to do some digging around in it because Lobby can dig shit up when it comes to Ring of Honor. But I, I don't know if I want them. You know, it's like AEW's kind of the quote-unquote cool kid in the room. So, you know, what, what so would... Here's the thing. Hey, before I get into my Ring of Honor news, this is, this is the only question I would ask. Ring of Honor, here, here we go. They've already worked with New Japan for a long time. So I don't get the Forbidden Door thing, but whatever. So let's call it AEW. Uh, you know, I'll concede that. Okay, the Forbidden Door is AEW. They've already had an opportunity, I have on very good authority, that Impact wanted the Briscoes. And and, 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 and not so much a trade, but in a trade-off, they would have sent Deanna Perrazzo to Ring of Honor for their women's tournament. So Impact gets Deanna Perrazzo for the... or, Or Ring of Honor gets Deanna Perrazzo for the women's tournament. And then... You get a Briscoes versus Good Brothers or whatever tag team we're talking about here. And the Briscoes didn't want to do it. <clears throat> this is the information that I have. And I've, I have this on, like, very good authority that this, that this actually did happen. Um, and this wasn't even what I was going to talk about, but it, it just pertains to our conversation. So are the Briscoes then going to say, yeah, you know what? I'll show up on Dynamite and wrestle... FTR. Now, we all want to see that match, right? No, nobody's going to say, I don't want to see that match. Of course we want to see that match. But are the Briscoes going to do it? Or are the Briscoes going to say, I'm not fucking doing it unless you come to Ring of Honor? And is FTR going to say, are they going to go to Ring of Honor? Or is, is Tony Khan going to say, you know what? I've already dealt with this fanless bullshit with Impact because we had this working thing going on. Okay, okay. Now I'm going to go to wherever ROH is. And I kind of know where they are, but whatever. We'll get to it in a minute. Um, and then do this again. I mean, I don't, if, if I'm, this is my, was my original argument with White House. When we had the argument that I didn't think a lot of this would happen, I, I ended up being wrong. I'll take the L on that one. But my whole point to it not happening is AEW doesn't need to do this. They don't need to do it. They don't need to, but everybody wanted them to at the start of it. Oh, they're going to work with different companies. They, they, they did, but their roster is evolving to the point where, first of all, they have a TV deal that none of these assholes could, could touch. Yep. They, have, they have a fan base that none of these people, they have ratings they can't touch. They're selling out buildings people can't touch. They, they're building their roster to next level. You, if you, would, you would have never thought, I don't know, Hollywood, I don't know. I, I, yeah. I'll ask you this one. When AEW first started, would you think we'd be sitting here two years later and and kind of thinking about the roster they're about to have in the next two weeks to 
six months. No, no, no. <laughs> so why did they easy answer? It? No, I don't think they need to do it. Here's the thing, though. He doesn't need to do any of this con. No, but he's doing it. So why is he doing it? He's not benefiting from working with impact. He's not benefiting from working with even ROH at this level at this point in the game. So why is he doing it? I think the answer is because he's a fan and he really thinks there's dream matchups that he wants to host or whatever that he wants to see for the sake of the business. That's what I, that's why I think he's doing it. No, I think I, I, I agree with you. I think that's a fair point. Um, I just think that it just seems like impact. It, it, I could see why impact is like, yeah, I'll work with ring of honor. I'll work with AEW. You know they kind of they kind of need it right now, and it's and it's cool that AEW does it. I'm not I'm not knocking them for doing it. I'm just saying is when you look when I look at Ring, of, I'm not trying to knock Ring of Honor here. It's going to sound like I am, and I it, I'm really not. And there's people there that I really like, but their roster really isn't that great when you look at it up up and down. And there were some guys in impact like moose is a name that i think is very intriguing to people who maybe haven't seen him you have sammy callahan there you have eddie edwards um you know different guys that omega's worked with rich swan you know i'm not a big fan of rich swan but the fact that it matters a lot of people know who he is because of where he came from and they're also now jay white blah 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 they're bringing in new japan guys AEW's bringing in New Japan guys. Ring of Honor just feels like they're so far away from what everybody else is doing. To me, they, no, I agree, man. I agree. You look at their roster, top to bottom. I thought I was going to order the anniversary show, and I couldn't do it because a, I don't know half the guys on the roster, and the guys that I do, I, I don't really have interest in seeing. Besides Briscoe and Lethal, there's not yeah, much you, there. Yeah, Briscoe, Lethal, and then for me, Flip and. You know, you know what I mean? There, it's it, it's same here. I mean, I do want to see, I do want to see Taven and, and Vinny in the cage personally. Yeah. Um, and I think that'll be a good match. And it's been a, it's been a good story that's just been told at the wrong time. Yeah. That's where there's, the there's no yeah. fans. And, you know, if we just stick with the ring of honor theme here, I'll just throw it out to you. What I heard about ring of honor. And I heard this two nights ago. Literally sitting next to somebody. This was word verbatim. I was sitting next to somebody in the business. It wasn't. I, it wasn't a call. It wasn't text. It was an actual conversation. We were sitting there, and I brought up to him the fact that they they moved that pay per view or are moving that pay per view in September. Um, it's the hang on. I actually uh, I don't mess up. It's Death Before Dishonor. Yeah. It's supposed to be in Lakeland, Florida on september 12th which is a sunday and supposedly they're moving that for covid fear now maybe they're moving it for covid fear and listen we could we could get into that all day whatever the case may be but here but i'm gonna uh, there's two aspects to this that i really want to get into and edwards i know i texted this to you i don't know if i did the white no i had heard that they only sold 126 tickets so far for that show in lakeland jeez and and so Either are you worried about COVID? Are you wor- are you really worried about the fact that you can't sell at the arena? Uh, that's question number one. Here's number two. I got it on pretty good authority 
that Ring of Honor is running a bubble in Florida right now. Yeah. And and that the guys are down there and they need permission to leave and the whole thing. So if you're taking all these measures and everything else, why would you need to move the show? So that to me, that just reinforces you're moving it because you don't think you can sell tickets. Yeah. I mean, so if if I'm if I'm if I'm from another, if I'm Tony Khan or I'm um Oh shit! I can't remember. Who's the guy from Impact? Demore, uh, Demore, Scott Demore. Thank you. And Scott Demore, I'm looking at this, or I'm um, Jado and Gato, or whoever the hell's running New Japan USA, whoever it is. And I'm looking at Ring of Honor. I'm like, what do I need you for? You can't even sell tickets. If anything, Ring of Honor is the feeder system into the Forbidden Door, like into the other companies. The problem is the, the, the feeders just let them dry. You know? Yeah, well, I mean, here, here's... I thought... I didn't think they were in Florida. I thought I knew that they were in a bubble, but I thought they were keeping them in Maryland, where the fucking company is based out of. That's what I thought, too. I was, I was told on very good... So, part of the reason I know this is XWA school shut down. And... One of the main trainers there was Taven, and he moved to Florida. Hmm. Uh. And I have a very good authority that he needs permission to leave. So now, this person could have lied to me. I'm not going to put say the person's name. This person could easily lie to me. Could be making it up. The whole thing. I've never known that to be the case. So if I'm wrong, if you're out there and you're listening to the show, and I'm wrong about this. I could be wrong. I'm not saying I know this for a fact. Well, I'm just remove saying that. somebody Re- I trust says this. Remove that out of it. I mean, if we just look at it from the standpoint of what they've done during COVID, which was absolutely nothing. To, well, they didn't even do a show for how Right. Long. To them dragging their feet, tr- getting people in, to reports of a bubble. I mean, are you far off? It makes sense to me. Yeah, and I, I was with White. I would assume... Th- and I, I think initially the bubble was in Maryland because they ran the, those tapings. I believe all the early on the tapings were all in Maryland. Um, I mean, the, the thing that I don't get about these companies are they don't understand that every state that has a major league baseball team all summer long. Well, I shouldn't say all summer, but mid June, I think they all opened all mm-hmm. even yes. in the north. Yes. I've been to Phillies games this year. They're, you're, you're talking about at least 20,000, 30,000, 40,000 people every yep. night in these stadiums. Yep. In these wrestling companies like like ROH, I don't understand it because in the same state, you have WWE that's in the their own bubble. And then you have AEW, you have Con running shows. And look at, I mean, and look at Pittsburgh two, two nights this week, yeah. jam-packed, hot crowd. Hot crowd. So there's, you know? a, well, there's an article from October, back in October – from the Baltimore Sun, but I can't fucking read it because I don't subscribe to them. Okay. Mm. Gotta love that. It says, um, is, isn't that annoying, right? It is. The headline is Grappling with COVID-19, Ring of Honor Creates Professional Wrestling Bubble. Um, Orlando had the NWA, NBA bubble. Baltimore would have a pro wrestling, and it just doesn't tell me exactly what state they're in. They were in, they had to have been in Baltimore at one point. No, they were. Initially, they were. They definitely yes. were. Yeah. Yes. I'm, I'm, that's indisputable. Yes, they were. But I'm saying now, from what I understand, the bubble is in Florida. Now, there, we, okay, we all know they're going to Philly 
for a two-night pay-per-view yep. next weekend. Yep. So if that's the case, so you're telling me your bubble's in Florida. <laughs> you are now going to Philly to run two shows. I'm assuming there's going to be fans there. I don't know how many. Um, On this such short notice, there's not going to be a lot of them. I don't think. No, that's not the that's not the pay per view they moved. Oh, okay. They moved the next pay per view in <laughs> September, a month away. See, here's here's the thing, and I'm not trying to. Bro, defend that's that pay per view is not till September 12th. I'm not trying to defend Ring of Honor here, but let's face it, Ring of Honor is not a southern wrestling promotion. It's never been really hot down south. So you're I, making my point. They moved the show because they get yeah, you're, you're exactly right, and I'm telling you probably why. They said, okay, okay we can run the 2300, the former ECW arena. It's in our backyard. It's where, you know, our first shows were, you know. The fucking company used to be based out of Pennsylvania, for crying out loud, up in Bristol. So they know they can draw there. Yeah, they could draw there. They could draw in New York City at Hammerstein. They could draw in Lowell, Massachusetts. They could draw in Baltimore. They could draw in Nashville, Tennessee. You know what I mean? They they have their little niche areas. And I and I think apparently what they found out is Florida is not one of them. Yeah, I mean, it never has been. The only thing, what was that? But, uh, but how would it be? You So you got Vince running NXT out of Florida every week. He just... However long in Florida. I mean, I know there was a fan. Whatever. WWE was based out of Florida. AW ran shows with fans for the last, I don't know how, how long. I mean, I know it wasn't full, but they started putting fans in pretty early over there. You know, they ran out of Florida the whole time. You know, if you're a Florida wrestling fan, you're like the only person that got to see live wrestling in the last year. Well, here's, here's what kills me about Florida is that I watched an interview with, I, the interview's a few years old, but I was watching like, a, it's developmentally speaking, Matt Cardona hosts it for high spots. And he was talking with uh, the guy who played Camacho in WWE. He was talking with Brad Attitude from CWF Mid-Atlantic, who got signed to a, a FCW contract back in the day. And he was talking with Luke Gallows. And it's all about their developmental deal from extra work until they get signed and what happened once they got signed. Um, one of them, I think it was Brad Attitude, said, hey, man, I'm going to move down to Florida and I'm going to tear those indie scenes up down there. And he said he got down to Florida, and there are no indie events in Florida. Florida is not a big wrestling state. Never mm. has been. The only one, the only quote-unquote indie that I can ever remember running in Florida was that sister promotion that they had to Ring of Honor that shut down once Gabe got fired. I can't even remember the damn name of it. It was like, it was like Ring of Honor's feeder system. Back I, I, actually, I actually know a couple indie guys that moved to Florida. Was it full impact? Um, I'm not sure, but I know I know a few guys, indie guys, that moved to Florida based on an indie promotion that was a startup. This was three, four years ago. Yeah, full impact. And they thought it was going to be be a big deal. It wasn't that when there was another one, but same concept. And it just they they couldn't get it to take off down there. So I think I, I mean I think you're onto something here. You know, I I think people think you automatically associate Florida with big wrestling. You have the WWE PI NXT runs out of there and let's let's face it, it all, all for all intents and purposes it's home base for AEW as well but yep. it's home base for AEW because they own a football team there and they have a football stadium and a stadium attached to it and like two other stadiums they can use shit I didn't realize Full Impact Pro still runs events Heat Stroke 
21, August 29th. I mean, how many fans did it get? I mean, I mean, listen, there's there's indies in every state. It doesn't mean it's you know. I, I remember I remember back talking with Flip when he first started. You know, they had a little bit of indies here and there in Montana, but he was like, "Yeah, but I could never get the training that I could have got." No, nah, not in Montana. You're not right. He's like, I either had to go to Texas or Massachusetts because he had contacts in both both states. Or He's like to get the kind of training. Then because when he was in Montana, he was MMA fighting because he was like, yeah, I could wrestle, but I'm not going to get any real training. Poor so guy. I mean, there you could you can wrestle anywhere. It doesn't mean it's going to be good. Have you ever been to Montana? I have not. Set one foot in the state, you'll know why he's talking that way. <laughs> <laughs> he he filled me in. Um, but I, I, I think I wouldn't mind going there now, to be honest with you. Honestly, no, I wouldn't mind it either. Except the winters up there suck. Yeah. Um, I I think the ring of honor deal, the chances of ring of honor working with, you know, any of the big three right now are, you know, slim to none at this point. I do find it interesting that their deal with new Japan fizzled out a little bit especially after that Madison Square Garden show that they did. Well, they had a lot of issues there. Yeah, but Impact, who almost ruined Okada's career, they have a relationship with New Japan right now, and it's because of AEW. It's, uh, it's, that, and, it's that, and they really, they, they want to kick off New Japan USA, too. And they really haven't had an opportunity yet. And I think they're trying to get there by and they working would, with AEW, working with Impact. With their with their deal being out in California, I'm surprised they're not doing more work with PWG. But then again, PWG doesn't do anything live. I mean, are they are they even running right now? Is PWG yeah. running? Yeah, they just ran a couple weeks ago in the Globe Theater there in Los Angeles. But my wow. thing is, hey, wow, I'm shocked. Yeah, but my thing is, is that. Did they you got, have to wear like six masks and show like seven ID passports oh, I, to get in or what? Everybody had to wear masks there. I saw pictures. <laughs> anyway. Um, but let's let's get into um last night. Unless you do had anything extra to talk about as far as Ring of Honor and Impact. The only thing I'm gonna throw in on Ring of Honor, I saw this on <clears throat> Twitter yesterday. They put out a poll to their fans. Who who are you guys most interested in seeing of the most of the recently released talent? Guess who the number one vote was? Probably Bronson Reed. No, but he was two, I think. AC, who's your number one guess? Of now, the think, recent releases? Of the recent releases, and this is Ring of Honor fans answering. Oh, fish. Of course. This is the problem with Ring of Honor, guys. Yeah. <laughs> They, they don't want to do anything different. They just it, it, it would have been Adam Cole, or it would have been Kyle O'Reilly, or it would have been Brian Strong. You know who's to blame for that? Okay, so they had a chance to be something different when they hired uh, Marty Scroll. Marty Scroll basically said, "Hey, you want me to stay with you? You got to let me work in WA, and you got to give me the book." Mm-hmm. They give him the book. Speaking out happens. He gets tossed, and then what happens next? The book they go right back to fucking the Gilders. Gilders. Delirious. Yep. yep. They go right back to Hunter Johnston, and it's okay. I'm just going to keep doing whatever worked in 2002 or 2010 when we first start, you know, started gaining traction. We're going to do whatever we did back in the HDNet era. It's it's worked for so, you know, 
So that's- their women's tournament, they obviously Maria's the on screen booker of the women's tournament. Yeah. It's somebody else behind the scenes. Right. Unless it is her. You know, no, it's not her. Who is it? Then? I wish I wish we had another guy in this show tonight because he could he could <laughs> he could back up this information. Um, it's um, Bobby Cruz, the fucking ring announcer. Yeah. Oh, he's more than a ring announcer. He, I mean, he's more than a ring announcer. I, know that, but I mean, that's like the way he, the way he said it is like he's fucking you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> like you ring announcer. How dare you? <laughs> No, Bobby Bobby Cruz is running that, and um, allegedly, um, I don't know if I was supposed to say that or not. So, but let I me guys, let me ask you this: Do do you think something happened with the Marty Squirrel uh, contract that they're stuck paying him an exorbitant amount of money? Is that why they're not opening? Is that why they're not doing anything not um, typical he, of ROH? The only the only reason I'd say no is he did make an appearance for new Japan on the strong show. Mm-hmm. And then there was like a backlash and they just new Japan was like, nah, forget it. Speaking and of, they have paid flips since then. Speaking of Peraza, she mm-hmm. just won the triple a women's title tonight. Oh, oh wait, is this a uh, Megan and El Idolo? Yeah. Yep. And oh, El Idolo is taking that fucking, there's no way to watch it in the U S without fucking pirating it. Oh, really? There, I, I'm surprised Fight TV didn't get a didn't get a pay per view. Yeah, sitting here looking at it, they got that six sided ring, and they just they handed her the belt. She won. You know, you know. Uh, let, let's go ahead and uh, let that be the lead in for fucking. There you go. Perfect. Night. Um, Rampage was last night. I was texting, kind of texting Edwards, texting AC. I know you two were texting each other, probably. I didn't watch it live. I watched it this morning. I was yeah, you, you told me you had to watch it because you were at the uh, the. Uh, I was uh, I was bartending a wedding. The Weinstein wedding, Mazel Tov. Anyway, <laughs> so fun fact: at this wedding, I'm I'm standing there, and this very attractive woman walks in. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hot, long black hair, oh, tan yeah. skin, salmon dress, oh, strapless, oh, yeah. and from a side profile from like twenty feet away. Yeah. I thought it was Max. Oh, yeah. And it literally fucked me up the whole night because every time mm. she walked to the bar, I was like, I did a double take. Oh, when yeah, she got I closer, did, she oh, was yeah. not as pretty, but definitely could have been a twin sister. Did you put your hands in your pocket, pal? Yeah. I thought I about it. You should have. I thought about it. I almost went to the secret employee bathroom. Yeah, Take care of business, pal. <laughs> gotta do what you gotta do, pal. Can you? Know, that's one thing. Uh, you know, I want to go south to find a southern bell, but some, no, of, these Ita- no, some of these Italian women up here are just, oh man. They're, they're fucking crazy. Don't get involved with these bitches down here. <laughs> can bro, you imagine? Can bro, you imagine bro, bro, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Did you ever meet some of these northern Italian women? Really hot ones? There, there was you one. You want to see fucking crazy? Back before I met my wife, there was this one girl in Pittsburgh. But <laughs> Pittsburgh? Yeah, man. That's not south. No, I'm talking about up north. 
You said yeah. there I met any of the northern girls. Yes, sir. I hey, yeah, Pittsburgh doesn't fucking count. You fucking, gotta come up. I'm talking they're not even, New they're, York, New Jersey, Connecticut. Pittsburgh's like a weird island that it is. shouldn't it, exist. I don't know. Got them, it shouldn't exist. <laughs> dude, I dude. I went, I, I, I was, drove through, Pit, I don't I think I've ever done anything significant in Pittsburgh, but I drove through Pittsburgh. I will never go to Pittsburgh again. Go ahead. So I'll have you guys ever heard of Paul Spedafore? Yeah. Yeah. He was boxer from Pittsburgh. He was 48-0. He was going for 49-0 to, to tie Marciano. This was before Mayweather went for 49-0. And it was a Roy Jones promotion. It was at the Mountaineer Casino in some bumblefuck town in West Virginia. And obviously half of Pittsburgh was there because you had the fucking Pittsburgh Cade, fucking Paul Spedafore. He ended up losing, which sucked. So me and my boy drive overnight. We go, we get through, we get to West Virginia. We try to get a hotel near near the casino. They're all sold out because Spedafore is fighting. So we go over to fucking River or whatever the fuck we went over. We got, <laughs> we got a hotel room in Ohio because you have Ohio, Pennsylvania, West Virginia, that little triangle there. Yep. Yep. So we got a hotel room in Triangular Ohio. Triangular de la Morte. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> Maybe Triangular de la Morte with like less teeth. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Hey, you're getting So ready we to- get we go oh. to this fucking oh. mountain air casino. I'll tell this really quick. And we get tickets and it's a it's a fucking different like that's different world down there the only casino it reminded me of is like the one in bangor maine you, you know what i mean so we get tickets to this event and they're like oh yeah it's in a field house across the parking lot we're like oh cool field house that's that that's probably pretty cool bro we go in there it was like a fucking high school the the wood was like breaking on these bleachers that we were sitting i'm like how is this a pro fight for a guy going for 49 and all Paul Spedafore, Roy Jones promotions. Where are we? And they had a strip club across the way and we walked in there and it was like, <laughs> we got one of those, you boys ain't from around here. Are you speaking from <laughs> no- speaking of, no- I had like the V neck on with the fucking rosary beads. I was fucking <laughs> Jersey short out like a motherfucker. They knew headband. they saw me coming from a mile away. <laughs> headband. He had the headband on folks. I didn't have a fucking headband on, but pretty close. <laughs> Can you imagine? But anyway, go ahead. Can you imagine Vince at a wedding? Abba, Lakila, Abba. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fucking bar mitzvah. <laughs> no, it's a Jewish wedding. Oh, uh, Jewish wedding. Oh, same difference. Abba. Dude, have you ever been to a Jewish wedding? They're fucking amazing, actually. I'm sure they are. I have not, but I, I'm sure You want are. a workout, though. You want a workout, go to a Catholic wedding. Stand, sit, kneel, pray. Stand, kneel, pray, sit. All that shit. All I, that. I haven't been to any of those. It's like a religious aerobics class. Trust me. Listen. Oh, well, you're Catholic, right? Life. Or you were? Right? my life. Yeah, Roman okay. Catholic, bro. Yes, of course. <laughs> I was going to say, wait. Weddings like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's every <laughs> wedding I've been to. He's getting ready to move down south. I, I've been to every I've been to every Catholic church named St. Peter and Paul this side of the East Coast. <laughs> You're not gonna find too many of those down south, trust me. <laughs> Get ready to find Mount Olivet Baptist Pentecostal whatever church, man. You're gonna be in the whole I like those churches where like sing and they clap and it's like fun. The Roman Catholic Church is like like And then you kneel, sit up. Put the thing up, put it down, 
Grab, sing a line, I'll say a prayer. Sit back up. Unity uh, of the Holy Spirit. <laughs> and John, a reading from John, 33.15. And like, <laughs> point one. It's like watching, James is going to love that. It's like, it's like watching a 1998 Undertaker promo. <laughs> <laughs> Down south, let me tell you what you're going to get down south, dude. Mm -hmm. I grew up in a Pentecostal church, which is the Holy Rollers, okay? Mm. I remember being about six years, no, five years old and getting the shit scared out of me because I'm in church and we're getting done with the what they call down here praise and worship, which is the singing part. And my grandmother on my dad's side of the family, because they're, they're the religious nuts. Yeah, Tongue. dude. She started <laughs> in fucking tongues. No, here's the crazy part, okay? I had seen her do it before. It's not a thing. You just sit there politely and look at your watch and go, God damn, we got to be out of here by noon. Is she ever going to stop? But then you fucking, this one Sunday, she's doing it, and all of a sudden, her best fucking friend, you know, you know, they have those church friends that they're your best friend at church, but you don't give a shit about them outside of that building. She jumps up on the other side of the room, stands up, and starts translating. That is some scary fucking shit right there. Nice. AC, you're you're gonna be in for that, man. You're Listen, gonna... I I I don't think I'm too far off from the experience because when I when I work when I worked at the boxing gym and I worked in boxing management, below our gym was. I mean, I don't know any other way to say it, it was like a black church, right? You know, it, mostly black people. Oh yeah, and they sing and like. Dude, dude, me and my boy used to go every, not every Sunday, but a lot of Sundays we would go there. Dude, we had a fucking ball there. They're like singing and everybody's into it. And they would like, you know, a church member would get a new job and they would like bring them up and be like, you know, <laughs> brother, you know, brother Rob got a new job this week. And he's, you know, it was because he comes here every week and prays to the Lord. And everybody, Amen. Yeah. Clapping. I'm like, dude, these people are like they are into this. Like this is it's fun. Hard. And then and then afterwards they would have like these meals, all this soul food, collie greens and chicken. Nice, like, nice. Literally, the food was amazing. The nicest people ever. Wait, why'd you say collard greens and chicken? Is that all they because had? That's what we would eat. Is that all they had? Yeah. AC, come on. Banana. That's Nothing what I else. would eat because there was other things there that like stuff that I wouldn't eat. There were cornbreads. Chip. Why would he cornbread? Oh, here we go. Of course, cornbread, right? Yeah, no, dude, there was a lot of food. But the, the two right. things that came to my head were collard greens and chicken, and they were amazing. And mm -hmm. those those mm -hmm. people were awesome people. I love We know your, I love we know your game. We know your game. Left off, what he left off the list was chitlins, black eyed peas, watermelon, and sweet tea. <laughs> there probably was all that, too. There, there's so much food. Dude. I'm telling you, I'm not even. I am not joking. That church was did, the funnest time in my life. Did the awesome. well at church? Here's the sign of a good black church. Did the preacher sing the sermon? Oh, dude, the preacher was great. About, you ever heard no, about? And, and fun fact: I had to do community service. Right, I might have gotten into a little scuffle, and I had to do some community service. Mm. And he was like, "AC got his ass whipped." Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> no, it's not really what happened. It was like stupid <laughs> shit. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So anyway, <laughs> so I had to do a little community service. So he said, "Brother Ant, you come to church, blah blah blah. Do a little mopping here and there every other day. Yep, I'll sign off for you." So I showed up to church, and that's the, the so the real reason I went the first few times was because of that because he was hooking me up. 
And then I was like, wow, this shit's pretty fun. Like, and it was just like you bottom of a warehouse where we had the boxing gym. You know, they carpeted the floor. They had nice chairs. They had their little, all their little setup. It wasn't like you know when you go to when you go to these like Catholic churches where it's like Catholic church and a, and all you know the the glass windows and all the crazy. It was just the atmosphere was like total opposite. So I I, I love black churches because white churches don't have this. And and folks, if you're taking this, they don't come on. Down south, they don't have white churches or or churches where everybody goes and they sing like that and like they're all yes, excited and yes, they do, yes they do. But to black, me, that's the way to do it. Like those people were having fun. But black, I loved it. I love when the black preacher sings the sermon. He's like, and they have the organ that plays like a little interlude. So you have oh yeah, God, oh yeah, he, it's the best. And God went all <laughs> He told the people there. He's like. <laughs> The, the best part is I didn't know the words and I would just get up and like move side to side and clap. You know what AC is like? AC is like that scene in Forrest Gump where he's in the black church and he's I up. had no fucking rhythm. I would just hide in the back. <laughs> <laughs> and then when AC gets a bunch of money, he's going to donate it all to the black church and the black preacher is going to be like, praise the Lord. <laughs> hey, a fun, a fun fact though. There was a, a NFL player who was a part of that church. Honestly, like... um, Name drop. Come on. Go ahead. Uh... He played safety for the Lions. What the hell is his name? Hang on, I'll look it. I'll look it up. You guys talk. Oh, look uh, nobody remembers him if he paid for the Lions. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know football, and I know that much. <laughs> anyway, rampage. Now that we're done with our black church rant, rampage. All right, you tuned in for wrestling, and you got none so far. So I know. Yeah, we're we about gotta... to do it. We're about and to do said... it. Amari Spivey. Okay. <laughs> okay. And God said, dur, 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 take that contract to the ring. Dur, 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 let him sign the contract. Dur, dur. <laughs> anyway, I got to be honest, folks. His depiction of what it is is sucks. It's, <laughs> it's not even close to how fun it is. It's because I'm white, okay? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm a honky. No, and I, I, I think there's probably white people that could do it better than you anyway. But let's like, move on to Dynamite. Or, like, or let's move on. No, we got we to gotta move on to Rampage. Where, where am I? Rampage, here? yes. Black people are fucking listening to this going, that cracker is out of his mind. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Rampage. Oh, they know what they're getting. Yeah, Rampage. Um... It was like, let, let, let's start at the top here. Kenny Omega versus Christian Cage. Damn good match. I love this. Except for the, the, the referee distraction taking a little bit too long. I don't think it needed the low blow. I give it, you know, if I had to go on the Meltzer scale, it gets four stars easily. Easily gets four stars. I think stars. it was better than that. I think it was better than that, too. I think it was the best Kenny Omega match since, uh, what's his name? Okada. Yeah, what's his name? <laughs> and and so I do. I think it was Kenny's so that, best match. I mean, that's basically you're then. you're saying it's your best Omega match in AEW. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's Omega. I mean, it's pretty close. I I. I and you know, I, I, you know what? It probably is because I can't think of one off the top of my head that I would say it was better. Um, even though he lost, I like the finish. I love um, the finish. I like the fact that they, the Bucks did come out. But I like the fact that they didn't have like all the elite out there like fucking with them, and then you had, and then you would have had Jurassic Express coming. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they, I know you got a little bit of it, but oh, Callus is there. That's fine. Um, the one thing they did for a change is Callus was by the ring and not on commentary. Yeah, 
probably yes. because there was no room. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, and you had you Rock know, Cream and, and Country Boy up there taking up two of the spots. So I mean, I thought that match was really good. I it was way better than I expected to be. You know, kudos to Christian. I mean, obviously, you know, Omega's Omega's Omega. I mean, we haven't seen it a lot, but I thought a lot of that. I, I, I don't know. I'm not going to say Christian brought it out of him. I just thought they were, for some reason, there was a lot of chemistry there. For guys who probably haven't worked together at all. Um, no, no I, I don't think they did. I, I, it just felt like the, the, the timing was there. To I mean, Christian's a pro, let's be honest. And Omega's a pro, and two pros worked. And I thought it was, I thought it was really good. Like I said, I love the finish. I love Callis not being on commentary. Um, not to change the subject, but do we need four guys on commentary? No. no I, I would have been happy not. with Tony and, and Mark Henry and just see how it went. Yeah. Like, why do you, need Taz? you can't have Taz and Jericho. That's just stupid. And well, why is Excalibur uh, a fucking play-by-play guy? The rumor is is that Mark Henry was only supposed to be used in the um, the backstage dude, like fucking what's-his-face is. Um, Alex Marvez. Marvez. That's why he was like, I got to go to the back. I got to go to the back. That's why he was doing all the backstage shit. And that's his role going forward. Oh, that's that's fine. That's fine. But my only problem with the finish of this match is I wish he would have beat him clean. Everybody goes, oh, he got a clean win. No, he didn't. No, 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 White. White, you can't do no, that. You're you wrong. can't do it. Here's, here, I disagree with you because yep. Kenny's got the elite. If, he, if they didn't come out to attempt to help him, it wouldn't have made sense. No sense at all. And they've been doing it. He's been winning dirty this whole time doing yeah. shit like that. I mean, but that's that's the thing that kills me is, is, is that going to be Kenny's gimmick throughout the entire his entire career in AEW is that he never has a clean, you know, he never has a clean loss? He's a heel. He does what he has to do. Why? I mean, he never has a clean loss. Didn't he lose like three matches the first year of AEW? I mean, I... I you know, I know what you're saying, right? Nate, right now, he—I mean—he shouldn't have a clean loss. And here, the other part of it is, right, number one, this is for the Impact Championship. So mm-hmm. I got to think Demore has some input on this, right? Yeah. For some reason, it was time to take it off Kenny, and it was who's going to take it off him. Now, I, here's the thing: from an Impact perspective, and I love to hear your guys' thoughts about this. What does this mean for the Impact roster that Christian had to be the one to do it? You know what I'm saying? That's my thing, too. Is I it? feel like Khan is like, I'm not letting him drop it to any of your fucking guys. So you got to pick one of my guys, and I'll let him work your shows. I, it, it, to me, that's how this went. And this is why I never think these working relationships are going to work, because it was the same thing that happened to Ring of Honor with New Japan. New Japan had say over everything. You could see that at the shows. The New Japan guys always won. It was always New Japan first, Ring of Honor second. And it's the same thing with Impact in AEW. And I get it. And if I'm kind of, I'm not, I'm not letting my champion lose on, you know, a show in front of 30 people on Impact. I'm really not. So, you know, I, I feel like Demore had some say in this. And maybe it was time to get it off Omega. And they found a decent way to do it. I don't know your guys thoughts about uh, that, and then we'll take. Go the ahead, other White. Side. You can you can jump in here. I I think that it's. We were talking last week, I think me and you, AC, and we were talking and saying, okay, he's not gonna lose on somebody else's television, and this kind of proved it. 
And he's not going to yeah. lose to some. He's not going to lose to somebody who's not on AEW's payroll on AEW's television, right? Because Kenny's the golden boy, and we got to protect him and all this mess. You know, heaven forbid. But they should do that though. They, well, yeah, absolutely. That was the point I was going to make. He's, if you're going to do this for big floor, and if you want to help and work with these other promotions, why couldn't it have been Moose? Or you I mean he's well, already see? But here's the problem. This is the same argument I had with White House. You guys are looking at this as all things being equal. They're not equal. Mm-hmm. They're not equal. And you have egos involved. And the promo, the promoters have big, as big as egos as the workers do. You, you I mean, listen though. to Tony Kanda last year. And I look you, at it like this: is if you if you are Scott Demore and everything, and if you're if you're Scott Demore, and if you're fucking well, maybe not so much the New Japan guys, but if you're if you're the Impact guys, you're you're looking at it as we're going to go with, with with the flow, with whatever Tony Khan says, because he, like you said, AC, he's got the TV time, he's got the na- the fan base, he's got the national, you know, the national publicity, all this stuff. So, because uh, if we piss buy Tony, my promotion, <laughs> yeah, if if we piss Tony Khan off, he could yank the thing away, and that's it. We're right back down to the fucking, you know, bottom of the third barrel again. Nobody's watching us, you know. So it makes me wonder. I wish I was a fly on the wall. You know, or a bug on the line, if you will, when these people are talking to each other. I really wish I was a part of that conversation. Because like you said, there's egos. Here's my thing, though. I don't think it's ego-based. And I I put this on Impact. Okay, so here's here's the first step. If Impact's going to agree to put their title on Omega, they have Mm -hmm. to think they're going to benefit from that. Right or wrong? He doesn't work for them, so why would he... That would be the only reason to do it, right? Right. Then... If you have Kenny come back and you don't have a guy in place, you don't have a guy that's hot enough, what do you which do? Which they don't. Which they don't. And they don't. Sa- Sammy Callahan is not the answer for that. I don't think Moose is either. Either is Brian Myers, who they just had win a number one contender battle. He's going to be facing Christian. Yeah, exactly. But you can't put him over Kenny. True. So, so in my opinion, what the more decided was... I'm going to get eyes on my product, and the way I'm going to do that is to put my belt on a guy that doesn't work here because he's over with the wrestling company, uh, wrestling community. So we did that. I mean, he did get – let's be honest. It's not like the fan, the AEW fan base was mad at this. That, that He got – he was – like, it. he was over last night. They yeah. It. Like I said at the very beginning of the show – they wanted this. The fans were like, "Oh my God, he's going to be working with other promotions and all this." They said that. But, at the- but here, but here, when you go, you look at how they're booking. Beyond, let's take it from if you take it from the Impact perspective, which is what we're talking about, mm-hmm. from Bound for Glory, when they're saying, you know, uh, New Japan, AEW. I think they even flashed Ring of Honor on their promotional thing there, which is fine. Um, they can still utilize Omega with. Jay White. Yeah. Do you, you know now, what I mean? Do you now and, get the elite versus bullet club thing going? You, but you, you can still do that, and the Impact title isn't part of it. You yep. know, maybe New Japan puts up the never open weight, or Khan says, hey, you can wrestle for the AEW title, Jay White. You know, we've we, they've had New Japan titles defended on, on, on Dynamite already, on AEW shows already. So you, they still have that. And now you have a situation where, to 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 um, Edward's point, 
I don't think they have a guy. I agree. They don't have anybody hot enough to take it off Omega. But Christian now. <laughs> I don't think they have anybody hot enough to take it off him either. They might not, but this is that's where. So if I'm Demore, when I'm, I had, I, you have to have somebody in mind who's going to challenge Christian for this title. See, from, from Demore's perspective, I'll just throw this into the work that they did by getting eyes on their product through Kenny. They don't want to shit on that by having just anybody beat Kenny for the title. Right, right. I think Christian ma- makes it easier to get that accomplished. If that I does agree. that make sense? I yeah, agree. like just who, like who ended up winning their? Uh, they had a battle royal for the number one contender. Brian, either one Brian Myers, Kurt Hawkins. Yeah, yeah, uh, I yeah. You know? I mean, I I don't know. I listen. I I don't think he's the guy. I, I mean, if he takes it off Christian, is that is the wrestling world going to lose their minds? I don't think no. so. Oh, no, if he not. took it off Kenny Omega, they would lose their minds. Right. Especially when I'm he's AEW say, champion. Yeah. And I think there's another side to this when it comes to Christian and Kenny. And it's the side I don't like. And I don't like the idea that he's the number one contender for the AEW title. Um, I don't like that either. And I don't know how you guys feel. I feel like we're going to get a third dance partner here. Whether we'll get, it's we'll get into that because I know your theory on that, and that goes into the Fuego shit. I, if I, right. we talk with each other about that, okay. So we'll talk. We'll, we'll get into that later. That's so fine. I think that Edwards, Edwards, you brought up a fantastic point, and I got a. It, it circles back to the Ring of Honor thing when they went back to the booking of Delirious, and Delirious is booking things like 2010. You know, bringing back the Pure Title, which was a good choice, good deal. Yeah. Uh, Booking, you know, th- that's the way he knows. Impact has always had a hard on for Christian, even yes. back when Carter yes. was in the company. You go back to um, there was a podcast with Bruce Pritchard where they were talking about the Ric Flair Hall of Fame when Ric Flair went into the Hall of Fame with the Four Horsemen. He was with Impact at the time. Mm-hmm. I think it was WrestleMania 24. They said, "Okay, well, what? We'll give you Ric Flair, but you got to give us someone else." They did not ask for John Cena. They did not ask for The Rock. They did not ask for anybody else. They asked specifically for Christian Cage. Mm-hmm. Come back for that one night only. Because Dixie loves Christian. Impact Wrestling loves Christian. Could be a Canadian tie there too? or Yeah, I mean, to their credit, Christian is a guy that all the Impact fans know. They have footage of him. They were using footage of him on um, Impact. Um from their tape library this past Thursday, I actually sat down and watched Impact. They, so, uh, so no, let me let me ask you this though: Does this, at some point, once we get past this number one contender thing uh, with Christian, I could see a scenario where Christian is absent from AEW TV and spends his time on Impact TV for a little bit, which with Omega that was never going to happen. And I think part of the problem with the Omega run being impact champion was everything he did on impact for the most part, never got promoted on AEW TV. You know, it reminds me of something, AC, I hate to cut you off, man, but I, I got to oh, go bring, ahead. Go ahead. I got to bring up this point after the, after the, they take their commercial break and they're in the back and the Luchasaurus and jungle boy were out there with Christian cage. I think we find our an- found our answer for who's the guy that's going to face him and impact seriously. Because who was in the back of that promo? 
Do y'all remember? Uh, Orange Cassidy. Orange Cassidy, what? yeah. He's just hanging out in the back. He has yeah, nothing. he was just chilling back there. <laughs> yep. He has nothing to do with the storyline at all. He's not there for any... He's not there for the hell of it. He's yeah, not... you're right. You're right. He was. There was a reason why he was there. I can see Orange Cassidy oh, wait. Up on impact. Wait, are you... Or, or is he going to be the third guy in the title match? Oh, please God, no. <laughs> That'll ruin my whole plan. Yep, it will. Because I know your plan. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what this plan is. Why don't you drop the plan here? Yeah, let's drop. Let's just get into it. So, I basically, I was in a group text with Sean Conda, Smitty, my boys, shout out guys, BDFL, what's up? Um, and we, up, this was last week, or this was at, after Dynamite, before Rampage. And I think it was Conda was like, really, like, what the fuck? Why are they doing the Christian Cage match now? Why isn't Paige the number one contender, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, dude, there's a couple There's a couple things going here. Number one, that was for the Impact title. You have a few weeks before the pay-per-view to, they just said he's the number one contender. He's getting a title shot. Mm-hmm. There's no specifics. You know what I mean? There's no specifics to the match yet. You can always add somebody. Yeah. But here's the thing. You can't just add Paige. Why? Because they did a five-man elimination match. And it said, the, the stipulation was, if you do not win, you cannot wrestle Kenny Omega for the title. And the Dark Order cannot wrestle the Young Bucks for the tag team titles. Right. That was the stipulation set by Omega and Callis for them to agree to the five-man elimination match. Now, is that... So is, as of right now... Is that as stip- of, is is that for as long as they're champion or is that I, I think it's I think the way I took it was this Omega title run like if you don't win this match you're not getting a shot at this title right now I don't think it was like the Cody thing where you could yeah, never it's not a fight forever for the thing title. I don't think right but but here's here's the thing there's ways you could get around this there's there's different things you could do Paige could you know drive Omega crazy to the point where he wants to fight him again or Whatever the case may be, you know, maybe he, I'm going to fight Christian Cage for his number one contendership. And Tony Khan says, if I win, I'm getting in the match or whatever the case may be. I, I'm cautious about bringing Paige back into it because I don't know if him not winning the title would kill his momentum or not. The one thing I know is I don't, I don't see Omega versus Christian for the AEW title as a big enough match for Omega on that pay-per-view. What day is that? 29th? No, it's the, Labor- it's Labor Day weekend. Oh, okay. So like okay. the 4th or the 3rd or something. Okay, so CM Punk will be in by then. Yeah. Hey, well, he's I mean, we're, we'll get into that, but it sounds like probably next week. Now, if you tell me, here's the thing though. If you tell me you're adding Punk to that match, I, 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 I you could take the page stuff out of it. But here, you, there's other there's other people too. I'm just saying is I don't think that you're going to get Omega and Christian one on one again for a title at the pay per view. Do they do some sort of beat down angle? Because everybody seems to think like the elite is going to beat down Christian Cage, whether it be and I he say gets hurt. I say do it on Impact and then show the footage, the Impact footage on the next Dynamite or whatever. I know, know but they haven't really. That's the problem is is you're. They haven't really crossed over that way. Top you know Gall- what I mean? Gallows and Anderson have. 
they well they defended the titles on there, but there's no there they're hasn't been every week. That? Gallows and Anderson are on they both. Probably work for both companies, but but dude, what 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 has AEW done to promote anything that impacts them? They've done nothing. You're right, but you know maybe that's Kenny maybe- Omega's defended. He he actually defended the AEW title on one of their pay per views, oh. and they barely said a word about it. You know what kills me is you know what kills me is Impact. Fucking on Impact Thursday night, they were showing adverts for Triple Mania, and they were showing adverts for fucking. See, here's the thing: we're getting we're getting off the rails again. This has this has nothing to do with Impact. This is about the AEW title. You know you know what I'm saying is I'm just, Christian. So your plan was one, you just you just want to sell the pay per view. That's what you're thinking here, right? I see. I don't I don't think given the fact that we just saw the match, the one on one match, I don't know if that match is big enough. To be the main event of the pay per view, it's Let not. Let me ask you this: Unless after you're what we saw, go ahead. After what after what we just saw last night, yes. What if they just rematch belt for belt? Does that, that do anything? But do you think that's do you think that's the big enough for the main event? No. Not do, well. Well, let me ask you a question: What <sighs> if they do? What if the main event's CM Punk versus Darby Allen? Not a not in a main event. No. All right. Darby's not there yet. So you got to do something with that title match. Is and that, my point. That's what I've said all along. That's where Christian being in that, getting two title matches like that is, is the problem. And they, you know, it, it's See, I don't mind it from the Impact perspective. I don't like it from the AEW yeah, title exactly. perspective. That's what I'm saying. Like, I was okay with the Impact thing, but they didn't have to go and announce, oh, he's going to be at All Out too. Here's, you know, the, here's the problem with their, for the AEW, being, it's, their, it's, their ranking system is... They're just going by record. They're not going by quality of match, how big the match was. I'll give you a perfect example. And we're gonna we'll obviously talk about Red Velvet and Britt Baker. Red Velvet, they're telling she's 22 and 7. It's Red Velvet, blah, blah, blah. But here, here's the problem for me. And I don't know if you guys feel the same way. Every time I've seen Red Velvet in a big match on a dynamite or a pay-per-view, she's lost. So I don't care about the 22. I care about the four of the seven that I've seen her lose. Because those are the big matches. I don't care about the 17, 18 matches they do on Dark every week. They mean nothing to me. So when you tell me Christian Cage has won all these matches, I mean, how many big matches did he really win to be number one contender for the AEW title? Why are we, why are we booking, why are we putting these, these guys in, in, in basically in you, your, number, your number one through five contenders for the AEW title and the TNT title. The only way I see around it is, is Paige going going after Miro, which I don't know that would happen. You, you, you have to do something big with Adam Page here. I don't Maybe think... You... Oh, oh, shit. <laughs> the you Italian there? hands were going. I know, microphone right? got knocked over. Hello? He fucking. All right, I'm good. I'm good. There Sorry, is, I talk, there is. I talk with my hands. I knock my mic. There it up. is. I called it. <laughs> Paige, you have to do something big with Paige. The Paige, and you have to do something bigger for the title. And here's the problem: the Paige after the five man elimination match, all the Paige stuff with the Elite was really fucking good. So it made me want to see it more. All right, hold up, hold up a second, hold up. I agree with you with the booking. Okay, like. We've been through this ad nauseum with the rankings. What Khan does is when it's time for Red Velvet 
to wrestle on the pay-per-view for the title. He has two months to give her wins. Therefore, he doesn't have to write a story. So he just books her to win, win, win on YouTube. And then all of a sudden, she has enough wins in three weeks. So are you yeah. saying the Booker of the Year is lazy? Yes. So here's the, <laughs> But here's the thing. Here's the thing. And this has pros and cons to it. That's why I'm going to bring it up because I want your guys' opinion. Sometimes it's just as easy or a lot easier to roll out Goldberg, get in the ring, and look at the champion and say, I'm next. What would you prefer to do? Because that there's no story there, but there's also no bullshit where he has to win 22 matches before he gets his shot. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, it used to, back in the old days, a champion would be in the ring cutting a promo, and the heel faction would run out, and he'd get a beatdown, and then that guy says, you're, you're facing me next. Okay, so tell well, the story, you know? But here, here's, I, I, I guess... I guess my argument to that would be in this scenario, I hear what you're saying. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that one is better or worse than the other. I think they're both bad and good at the same time. Right. But when you take the page factor, you could make the case that this story has been being told for 18 months. If you work the timeline of yes, them being absolutely, yes. champions and you go through the whole thing, we were begging for them to tell this story. They started to tell it, right? Mm-hmm. And then are we not going to get a payoff now? Now, listen, do they have to have the payoff at the next pay-per-view? No, I don't, I don't think they have to. And I, and I was a fan of having a slow burn here, so I'm okay with a slow burn. If we're not going to get Paige and Omega at the pay-per-view, which it doesn't look like we're going to get we're at not. least one-on-one. Um, I don't think yeah, Christian versus Omega is good enough to replace that for me that's where that's basically what it is okay. now listen there could be people out there that are like hey that match was awesome let's give them another five minutes on a pay-per-view and maybe they'll do something even better i don't even know i don't i see i don't agree with that i don't think they're gonna top it and i think i even i even don't want to see it more because that match was so good i'd rather just leave it alone yep i don't think Paige is gonna be Page is not going to be at all out. They've said he's Meltzer has said he's not going to be all at all out. He's yeah, even I don't, fuck Meltzer. I don't care. Well, here's the thing is. though. So here's the thing. He what even, sense does it make to not have your hottest guy on your paper? Because I, I just it, somebody dude, explain that to me. He's having a kid. He's taking time off to have a kid. Oh come on! You can't you can't show up. For one night to have a fucking pay-per-view because you're having a kid. I agree, but you know the way it is nowadays. You know the way it is. I want time off to go have my kid to be with my wife. You want want to know something? If Adam Page is not on that pay-per-view by his own choice because he's having a kid, then fuck him. Don't don't even put him in the main event. That's my opinion on it. You talk about... I'm being honest. You talk about Rowdy Roddy Piper flying flying from a match... Seeing his wife pop one of his kids out, holding her for five minutes, giving it back to her, getting on her fucking plane, and going back and wrestling again. It's hey, listen. The, the week my daughter was born, we had three fucking blizzards. I worked. I worked on like no sleep because we kept going to the fucking hospital in blizzards and in everything else. And I, so I, I'm having a kid is a stupid fucking excuse. And if that if that's really the reason why we're not getting Adam Page in a big program on this pay per view. And they just trash this storyline. I mean, 
Why not- should I? Then at what point should I just say fuck Adam Page? He doesn't care about it, so why should I? Here's the thing: they're not trashing the storyline, you know, because it's staying in your mind, even though they've already kind of. Stifled. It's in my mind right now because they just did but, something with it ten days you know, ago. But November is full gear. It's a pay per view that was named after Adam Page for crying out loud. True. I think that's where it's going to happen. It's going to happen in November at full gear, the first part of November. In I, Saint- I, hope, I hope for his sake it's not too late. Here's another question. You're Adam Page, you're Darby, you're Jungle Boy. We like all these guys. right? Above them, you have like Jericho and MJF doing their thing. Now you're going to bring in Punk, Brian, who knows, maybe Bray Wyatt. Buddy Murphy, if we're lucky. And I'm not joking. <laughs> dude, he uh, looks ripped. Dude, dude, I love Buddy Murphy. I do. Some- I know, you're, you're a Buddy Murphy guy. No, you're There's no wellness guy. policy. Those cycles are peaking. <laughs> <laughs> I said the same thing when I saw him. I was like, he's off wellness. Yeah, but who, the- who the fuck needs wellness everywhere? Listen, if you're a wrestler out there, I'd rather have you do fucking steroids safely and be ripped and be a fucking wrestler than look like Fago Del Sol and fucking the other uh, Marco Stunt. But here's the thing, though. Page got over, but now do they need him to be over? So can't they just trash the storyline and put him in the mid-card where he, yeah, quote-unquote, belongs because now you're bringing in top oh, talent above him? So you have... you have. But doesn't that go against the idea of, like, having top talent but also building for the future? I, I that's, that's the only thing I'm getting. Oh, dude, I hear what you're saying. It, like I said last week, if it was up to me, I would keep Punk away from... The title. I would keep Brian away from the title. They don't for need now. the title at least for, for now. Me. For now, exactly. For now. yes, for now. But Con, I don't know. Con's probably seeing dollar signs if he puts the belt on Punk and Punk and Omega, and it's going to crush and it's going to be a six star melter, and then you know whatever. You have all out on the fifth of September. Of September, I think that. Yeah, whatever. Whatever, Joe White. I would say that I would say that big Arthur Ashe Stadium event that they're having on September 22nd that that's where you bring back Hangman, but Danielson is supposed to be Danielson is supposed to be debuting that day, so you can't do it then. So September, uh, I'm gonna I, I'll be in the building September unless you have to wear a mask, but <laughs> no, it's outside. It's outside. There's no if fucking they, if masks they, outside. If they have to close, mm, if no. they close the room, there's no mask at Yankee Stadium. There was no uh, mass at MetLife tonight. Uh, yeah, but it's wrestling. COVID <laughs> likes to hang around wrestlers. You know this. Oh, no. <laughs> I, yeah, I know. We got we to protect it. You know, I'm sitting 100,000 feet away. I might have to protect Adam Page because he has a new baby. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> Not only I'm, I'm going with Jigsaw and Smitty's going. I, I don't know who he's going with, but we're all meeting up, tailgating, and the whole thing. Smitty. But anyway. Awesome. As of right now, I'll be there. Full gear is November 6th in St. Louis, Missouri. <laughs> Which is, you know, you got the entire month of September. That's that's pretty much booked up with Punk's debut. Don't you call Missouri? Missouri. Yeah, you should say Missouri. Right? <laughs> Missouri. Missouri. St. Louis, Missouri. St. Louis, Missouri, home of the NWA. Anyway. <laughs> Yo, speaking of Adam Page, let me ask you guys this. WCW, NWA, they had TV titles, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did they also have the United States title? Yeah. Did they also have, in the NWA's case, the national title? Yep. 
before they merged everything together. And right, is AEW gonna plop a secondary title for the guys like Adam Page and Darby? Uh, yeah, who, I, I, you I know, go out. Should they? Maybe they should. Well, I, I think you're gonna see another title, some some form of a title. I, I think you. I think you are. They've been teasing trios titles ever since they started. Fuck. The trios titles. White House loves the trios idea. Uh, I think I he likes it even so more because I hate it so much. You don't. Yes, wanna, <laughs> they're the worst titles in the history of wrestling. Are. You don't want to sit there and overcrowd everything with fifteen fucking belts like WWE does yeah, and like I, Japan does. I'm sorry, you just don't. So I don't like it. Speaking of titles, Miro defends uh, against Fuego del Sol, oh, and we- the stipulation's supposed to be. If Fuego Del Sol wins, he gets an AEW contract. Booker of the year. Two questions before we get to Fuego Del Sol, because that's after the match. Booker of the year. Has Miro lost momentum because he hasn't been wrestling in the last few weeks? And then we get this Fuego Del Sol match. All right, Tony. Uh, great take for you tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and the second question is, now that you have that extra, that extra show, that extra hour... Mm-hmm. Shouldn't Miro defend every week on that show or every week on one of the shows? You're right. Yeah. I think the TNA or the TNT, TNA, I wish, TNT <laughs> title should be defended every week on Rampage. Yeah. Then it opens up if you want to do your trios or your secondary, a US belt, whatever. You could do it on Dynamite. It makes room. Yeah. I think that. <sighs> Not having him work the last couple of weeks has been worked a while because his promos have been fucking good. Yeah. And it's made me want to come out there and see. Now They're the, good, but not as good as mine, motherfucker. <laughs> so now when, the they Joe throw, White. when they throw somebody in there like a Fuego Del Jack legend. Redneck hillbilly. When they throw I know your game. Fat ass. John Deere, motherfucker. Should I read you the text messages before we go any further? <laughs> I'm from Staten Island. You want to step to me? You're stepping with the Bex. X-Clan, what? You, me- you mess with Magic Mike, bro. X-Clan. <laughs> so they- no, I didn't. <laughs> anyway. Tony Schiavone's my best friend. Sidebar here, folks. This is from June 28th. 2015. 15? 2015. No, 17. No, it was 15. It couldn't I, I have been 15. On my Facebook Messenger, it was 2015. Oh, you're all oh, the message. The, yeah. I thought you were talking about the show we did. Okay. No, ahead. no, 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 no. <laughs> this is from Pat. Okay. Firehawk. At 11.56. Yeah, my man. I got some Coors Lights. Yeah, my man. Got the Coors Lights. It's you in John 1979. The stars are out. The moon is shining. And I'm above it on Mars, my man. How you doing? The greatest podcaster on the world is Moon and Mars. <laughs> you, you, Edward's and man. soon Pluto, my man. <laughs> Even Ed- Uranus. <laughs> Edwards makes him a... Uh, Edward make Edwards makes him sound like Disco Stew from The Simpsons. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> Disco! Shout out to King Firehawk. Yes, shout, shout out to King Love Fire. you, Pat. Well, um, he goes, Mike. This is me saying this. Who else would it be, Pat? Um, I put Joe on here so he hears me. 
Here's has an S at the end of it. Mike, do not post anything about New Surge Life. I take that as antagonist. I take it, in capital letters, as being a smartass. You promote your own show. I'll promote everyone. You don't represent the promotional part of 1640 as a whole. I do. <laughs> laying down the fucking law, man. I love it. Then That was probably the morning he woke up and realized yep, that yep. Uh, Magic Mike had like 16 <laughs> hours on his talk show. <laughs> this goes, is what you wanted, bro. You don't. He goes, then next time you bring up New Surge, do it on your show if you wish. But, and these are in capitals, stop, stop, stop <laughs> doing anything on behalf of the station. This is my last radio etiquette conversation with you. <laughs> Next one is me saying good luck to you as I release you from 16, uh, from our 1640. And then Mike, Magic Mike responds, Pat, I didn't do anything on your radio station. I just promoted New Surge Live. At the end of the day, I have no problem with this. I'm done with this. I'm leaving the station anyway. Pat goes, bye. Thanks for your time. I'll be taking down all the shows tonight. <laughs> 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 it continues. Because I, I haven't said I was a word. on three or four of those. I haven't said a word because chances are I hadn't looked at my phone this that morning. And I'm just now seeing all this conversation take place. Ferrara goes, Thank you and good luck with your station. I hope everything goes well. I wish you nothing but the best. I'm surprised he didn't say good luck with your movie along with that. But anyway, <laughs> Pat responds, fuck you, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Mike, uh, my magic Mike goes, I didn't do anything. I don't know why you're upset with me. Finally, I must have seen this because Mike left the group and I just put, wow, LOL. <laughs> That's awesome. Pat, no, it continues. There's more. Oh, good. Oh, what's there? Pat goes, LOL. Some people you just can't reach. <laughs> I, I go, mean, when they, well, I mean, they have an IQ of 37. I mean, and I go, what did he do to set you off? I said, I unfriended him a day, a few days ago. So what did he do on go on a promo spree again? He goes, he promoted new surge live on his Facebook today. I take that as just an act of being a troublemaker for the sake of trouble. And I go, the only reason why he did it is because of that video I released, which was never sent to you for release onto the network. I don't know what video he's talking. I'm talking about, honestly. I think it was your show where you had the, the bogus phone call. Yeah. And that I was on your YouTube. That makes sense. Yeah. I, I sent it to him and I, I didn't release it until after he was gone. Um, and I put, oh, well, good riddance. And Pat's final message was agree. So there you go. That's how it happened. <laughs> yeah. The only problem is once Magic Mike left, he had no one else to focus on but you. <laughs> yeah. You know what's amazing? What's so amazing about Dassey? Another page is written tonight by why you telling us these texts. It's it never ends. It never ends. It really never ends. It's the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> Yeah. I think we should get him on. So not with White on. Okay, not with White. I mean if we if we'll we do it without with White, White, we could probably have a conversation. If White's on, it's gonna go downhill quickly. Great. Holy shit. Okay, breaking news. Uh oh, breaking news. Rick Flair. Beep, 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 beep. Wait, 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 wait. Beep, 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 be
Ric Flair appears at Triple Mania in the corner of Andre El Elio. Ah, uh, Andrade. He came. So the uh, last week, Andrade released a statement, a video, whatever it was, saying that he wanted to put back, put together Los Ag- Los Admirables um, in AEW, and he wanted Ric Flair, Charlotte Flair, Fuego de Sol. Him, Roosh, Bandito, and somebody else. Uh, maybe Dragon Lee. I forget who it was. And um, he wanted them in, in, in AEW. So he wanted to take uh, Los Segurables, whatever they're calling them, in ROH and kind of bring them. There's your ROH tie-in. To AEW. There's but the reason for the forbidden door. Maybe. Maybe. But Makes he didn't sense. say Kenny King either, though. And Kenny King is part of it in our reach. But ah, fuck Kenny King. That's rather here nor there. We, they could get rid of him. That's well, I don't, I don't know why I said that. But let me ask you a question. With all the factions in AEW, and yeah. all the guys that are in AEW, do we really need Roosh and... I mean, do we need Fuego de Sol? We could get into it now. Do we need Bendito? Do we... Do we I, I, listen, Flair? Charlotte Flair? You want to give me Flair versus Dr. Britt Baker, DMD? Okay, I'm not going to say no to that. And I and I, could we get more from Andrade? Does can he wrestle in AEW? <laughs> yeah, I'm really sour on the way that Andrade has been fucking booked. I'm not. I have no interest in him at all right now. Been booked. He only had one match. Yeah. I'm, I mean, you look you know, great. I know it's like this, look great. It's like great he's match. trying to build a faction as his storyline. It's weird. Yeah. I just, I have no interest in him at all right now. I really didn't have any interest in him in WWE. Yeah, he's a good worker, but is he main event level to me? No. I don't, I don't see it. I, don't I, don't, I disagree with you there. I, I like him. I like Andrade too. So, yeah, Flair just came out with him. And every, nice. the Twitter, Twitter's going shit. By the way, the well, Jack- he did. Oh, he did mention Rick being part of that group. By the yes. way, I, I wonder how... Well, here- I wonder how Tony Khan's statistics are going for the Jack. Rick wants to wrestle. Like, did Rick see Sting at the pay per view when fucking Sting's wrestling? I can still wrestle. Like, is this where we're at right now? Sting's wrestling this Wednesday. Yep. Yeah. But Sting so, is in a lot better shape than Ric Flair is. True. Yeah. I, I mean, don't. He's probably Rick taking Flair. care of himself a lot better over the years too. Just being honest, I'm you're sure. talking to a boy who you know grew up in the South and loves him some Ric Flair, but I don't want to see Ric Flair in that ring at all. I'm not knocking Ric Flair; he's sixty something years old. Woo! Sting should. This is this is the thing. What Sting has done so far in AEW should be the exception to the rule, not the rule. <laughs> yeah. you know, you know what I mean. I don't. Uh, I don't follow football at all, but the Browns beat the Jaguars tonight, so suck it, Tony. Anyway, <laughs> it's only preseason, right? Yeah, uh, preseason. take it, it easy. Sets the tone. It sets the tone. <laughs> <laughs> so back to Rampage. Where we leave off? We're trying. We're trying to get hired by AW, not trashy AW. Oh, what? Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, Milk already. Milk hey, listen. Up. With all the con bucks going around, why not go for it? With Miro with Fago Fago Del Soul sounds like something you'd pick up at the local Taco Bell. Um, if you're racist. <laughs> Yeah, it is kind of racist. Continue with your racism, White. Go ahead. Continue. I mean, is that like the new hot sauce at Taco Bell? (laughs) They do have a Fuego sauce, don't they? I I have no idea. Yeah, it's like, well, that his name means 
fire, right? Or something. Yeah, isn't fuego fire in Spanish? Yeah, soul is sun. Sunfire. There you go. Fire. Whatever. Anyway. Look at us with the Spanish. I know, right? Who says we're racist? Triangle de la Morte. White. Nobody says I'm racist or AC, but you, I don't know. It's because I'm the cracker from down south. I have to be racist. Exactly. Stereotype white. You're the stereotype. John Deere, all of it. Yep. Anyway. (laughs) He has a John Deere, just all the coverings are off, so you can't tell. (laughs) I like them. The John Deere's been dead for fucking five years now. He had like the first John Deere. It's it's worth more as a classic than it is for parts. <laughs> it's the fucking John Deere that that song was written after or whatever. <laughs> Mission. Anyway, I, that reminds me of when Adam Page used to come out as the John Deere guy in the Indies before he became Adam Page, you know, you know fucking with DJ like, Whitmer and, and ROH. You mean in CWF? Yeah. Yeah, he wears John Deere hat and CWF too. Yep. I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he did it in NEW. Yeah. Is it Budweiser or because AC, you're the beer guy, you're the bartender. Is it Coors or is it Budweiser that is based out of St. Louis, Missouri? Anheuser and Bush, but that's the original. They sold it to a they sold it to a German company based out of Denmark. Okay, so what I'm at, what I'm getting at is, since you're in, wow, that was very specific. It was. I got to give you props on that. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's called InBev. So wow. the reason I bring it up because <laughs> I used to have these guys come in the bar, and I'd have all these like local beers from like Connecticut, New York, Massachusetts, Rhode Island, and mm. they'd be like, "Do you have anything American like Bud Light?" I mean, yeah, you like the comp- the German company that owns uh, it. Yeah, right, right. Okay. But it, it what Anheuser Busch was from, they were at a the, the original. Bud, you know, Anheuser-Busch company that came up with Bud, Bud Light, the whole thing, was out of St. Louis, Missouri. But they still have a brewery there, I take it. Yeah, they probably do, but it's owned so, by InBev. It's not owned by the American company anymore. That's so the point. The point I'm getting at Remember is, when they put America on the Bud Heavies, the Bud Weisers? Yeah. Yeah, they were owned by a German company then. Just just letting you know. So, so people out there, if you think you're buying American when you buy Bud Light, you're not. Well, my point to all this is... Zeke Kyle White. You, that's you, right. You Mike Miller. Get some... Anheuser Busch tomorrow to support your people. They have, they actually have that Bush. You ever the Brunk Bush we used to drink in college? Head for the mountains of Same Bush. Shit. Remember that shit. You know, Yo, you speaking ever, of, have classic. you guys heard of Goose Island and yeah and uh, yeah 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 they're, they're in Bev. So speaking, speaking of, of classic vehicles like John Deere, <laughs> I was in a mall tonight. Right, a mall. They, oh, good God! You found Jesus. one. I did. I found those? one. There's still one up here. <laughs> and I thought cars. New Jersey was the only place they had malls anymore. <laughs> no, we still got. Actually, we have two in the area. But anyway, there's a car, and I'm like, that can't be a Fiero. You guys remember Fieros? Yeah. On the right. on the door, it says the official pace car of whatever race, 1984. Jeez. Wow. And I'm like, oh my god, it's a Fiero. I'm so, in there like, like it's a time machine. It was brilliant. So- I'm familiar with the area you've lived in. White I, Fiero, white. I've, like, I've you know, actually been. It's like Fiero del Sol instead of Fuego del Sol. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually been to the area where where uh, Sir Jeff Edwards resides. True. And Fact. uh, facts, white. There is no mall around there. So what'd you go, Wilkes Bear? No, 
uh, place place called Williamsport. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I mean, West. we have we have shopping malls in Connecticut. They just other than like one, they all suck. Well, I'll tell you, they're just they they used to be like a thing, but now nobody goes because they're just trash. I actually went to the Mall of America last year, mm-hmm. and you could. Oh yeah, a big trip. Yeah, you could literally take a family fucking vacation and spend a week at the Mall of America doing shit. Yeah, they built that one near Rentschler, uh in East Rutherford, New Jersey. Not Rentschler, that's Connecticut. Sorry, okay, a MetLife. Yeah, they built a mall near MetLife in East it's Rutherford, a- where they have like. They have like a ski ramp, a water park, a fucking, nice, you know nice. what I mean? Like it's, yeah, I'm sure they have retail stores too, it's a, of course. It's an indoor water park. They're like a destination, you know what I mean? It's an indoor water park because I looked at it. Yeah. $99 a pop to get into that fucking water park. $99. Dude, you know how many, do you know how many fucking people live within 30 miles of that mall? Oh, I'm like, sure. You, you know, just, it's, it's New York alone. Yeah, North Jersey, New York. It's you know, it, I mean, you could go, you could easily go there from Fairfield County, Connecticut, too. You know, you know what I mean? Like, let's I, I mean, I, I don't have any go ahead, aspiration. Wait. I'm just saying. Let, let's get back on track here. Let's go to and get in the mirror. I love the match. I love the story behind the match. Right. What they was the story sh- behind the match? He needed a contract or whatever. He needs yeah. a contract. Del Sol needs a contract. There have been for weeks now. I mean, Every- do we need these stip? The guy's fighting for a title. Do we need the extra stipulation? Did you honestly believe, though, that he was going to win after Malachi Black no. fucked him up? No. No, and he lost. Yeah, he, every, every time I see the little ticker on the bottom, he loses. Yeah. So here's the thing. He's getting do his. We need, uh, do, let me ask you a question. I'm just being real here. Do we need another mask luchador that's nope. like 4'9 with no muscle and just does flippy shit? Like, I, I mean, I'm just being honest here. I I, for some reason, like, everybody's going crazy about this guy. I I, I, I just don't see it. I'm sorry. I, I shouldn't say that I like the story behind the match. I like the story of the match. The match told a good story, okay? Oh, the way, the way they booked yeah. the match? Yeah. 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 It's ended with the goddamn DQ finish. That way you shouldn't. That way you don't have, I'm never going to appear on TV, Tony Khan. Come out there. And I'm I'm gonna stick to our stipulations. Money Mark Khan come out there and totally fucking renege on the stipulations. Yeah. You've now left it wide open for as me and you texted today, AC, you've left it wide open for Hangman to come back and win the belt. You left it wide open for your fucking to renege on the Cody Rhodes stipulation. Well they need they need to renege on both of those, but go ahead. Uh, but the problem- um, going off the end didn't really hurt anybody. <laughs> But here's the funny part about it is no hold on hold on i'm not done with this one so he fucking comes out there and gives him a contract it was a feel-good fucking moment but he didn't though he didn't it It was sammy guevara out there decon handed it and said here do the marching yes marching orders right so the same difference um they should have the same difference they should have went just went with the fucking dq finish like they were teasing during the match it gives them an excuse to actually do a DQ for, or, or a count out. Excuse me. It gives them an excuse to do the count out finish. Since, I got I got to tell you, I hated it. But I hate it too. Here's my question. Here's my my thing with it. I love the fact that they teased it. They teased the count out finish, and then Miro slid in and proceeded to whoop that little guy's ass. Yeah, that's it was what a I love. Match about. after that. <laughs> 
But don't come away. there and offer him the fucking contract. You later so, go. No, but see, here's the thing. They could have offered him the contract, and it would have it would have been okay had they not made the stipulation. Exactly. The stipulation is the problem. It's not the booking yeah. of the match or what they did after the match. Stipulation. The stipulation ruined all that. Exactly. They could have easily said, okay, you don't have a contract. Good luck on Dark or whatever the next but 10 fucking weeks or whatever while we're pitching squashes or whatever. And then at All Out, you say, okay, we're going to have Fuego. We're going to have a bunch of other fucking skinny motherfuckers who don't have a contract. We're going to hang the contract above the ring to a fucking ladder match and have them win it that way. This I don't even think you need to do. Here's the thing. Why are we making why are we making all these arrangements for Fuego de Sol to be to get a fucking contract? I, I just, Here's the bigger okay. question, guys. Why the fuck is he getting a title shot with there, one win? Yeah. Again, thank That's, you. Bill, I agree. There is a reasoning behind that. And I'm telling you right now, the reasoning What's, behind it is, is that they're gonna keep feeding these scrawny, no good. We know they it, Win motherfuckers to Miro before somebody finally. Yeah, I but think that's not good though. That's not good. I'd not rather good. see him beat Lance Archer. I'd rather see him beat Darby Allen. I'd rather see him beat Cody Rhodes, like they were doing in the beginning of this title run. Well, see, I, this I, is this is Tony's booking. Okay, so they do that with Christian. They do it with Red Velvet. But here, this guy gets a title shot, and then Sammy Guevara comes with out. No and goes, yeah, with no explanation. Yeah, with no explanation, and Sammy comes out and he goes. Well, you, yeah, you lost I mean, you are matches. one in 52 or whatever you said. <laughs> I mean, you know I'm like, well, then why is he fighting for the title? Fuego del Sol is wrestled Sammy Guevara on uh, WrestleFest, NEW WrestleFest tonight in uh, in Hudson Valley, New York. I didn't go to the show, but they re- they wrestled each other tonight on the NEW. He drew up the big plan with crayons. <laughs> <laughs> That's the answer. <laughs> yep. There it is. The year, drawn up in crayon, dude. It's you, dude. You're you're 100 right. Adam, this is my problem, and I, I I'm trying to be pot. There there's a lot of things I like about AEW right now. We could after we get through Rampage, we could get into that. Okay, I'm, I'm this, with you. I'm with you. These are the things that just drive you fucking crazy. Though. Yep. You have a roster that's built out the ass. It's built out the ass. And instead, you bring in Fuego del Sol, 2.0. All, the, all these different guys, these are coming out of fucking nowhere right now to get these matches. But then you got Varsity Blondes sitting in the fucking stands. Why not give the fucking title shot to, to, to Pillman Jr.? Or, you know, I mean, I, I'm just throwing a name out there. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. what the- like, come on. You have so many people. Let John, or John Silver wrestle for the title. So I'll take that one away. But you, you get what I'm getting at here. There's so many fucking people that can do this. You have this big Matt Hardy stable. And every guy in that stable has been ruined by it. Yep. You know, I'm reading today. They added like four people to the Nightmare family. Yeah. They did what? that. Wait, Wait. Why? For what reason? Because they have 75 fucking... You did, you, listen, Anthony Ogogo wrestled Cody Rhodes on a pay-per-view. Wrestled Cody Rhodes on a pay-per-view. And we haven't seen him since. Where is he? Even when QT Marshall comes out, he comes out with a uh, with, with, uh, motor oil guy and the other retard. Somebody uh, posted a photo from the Triple Mania show. 
It's an uh, you see him from the back, but it's Kenny Omega and Ric Flair having a bit of a stare down before the big match. That's that's crazy. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah and we can't fucking watch it. That sucks. <laughs> yeah, you'll not get the triple mania there, you see. It's for us. <laughs> anyway. All right, so I I just tried to pull up the rankings Probably from the AEW. Probably. And I couldn't find it, but I came across this article from May 2020 before the TNT championship came in, right? Yeah. And it says, AEW president Tony Khan responded to a fan on Twitter to clarify how this is going to work. The TNT champion will join the AEW world heavyweight champion in the men's rankings. Yeah. So if you are ranking at number two, you have a chance at either title if you want. Yeah, like so right, whoever's ranked number two right now, it wasn't Fuego del Sol. Yeah, if you go on yeah. their website, if you go <laughs> on AEW website right now, their rankings, okay? The rankings as of August 11th, they have the women's ranking, the tag rankings, and then they have a men's rankings with both Miro and Omega. Okay. Miro has a better record than Omega, by the way. Well, Ten- I mean, Omega just lost a fucking match. Miro's never lost the match. So... Um, well, this was as of Wednesday. I don't know what time. Yeah, but Miro's on... never lost. How does he not have a better record? Well, I mean, he's never lost in AEW. Well, as of 2021, as of when this ranking came out, Omega was 6-0 and and Amiro was 10-0. and Yeah, but Omega's the world champ. It doesn't matter, White. Just tell Kenny, us the rankings. Yeah. <laughs> Christian Cage, obviously, at 6-0. and Same record as Kenny Omega. Okay. He's ranked at number one. Darby Allen is number two. That makes no sense, but go ahead. Orange Cassidy is at three. Jungle Boy is at four. And guess who's five? Powerhouse Hobbs. Get the fuck out of here. Powerhouse Get Hobbs. the fuck out of here. How the fuck is Powerhouse Hobbs? How can- What's his record, White? Christian is at six and oh, okay? That is the worst top five I've ever but heard of in my life. Powerhouse Hobbs is 13 and two. To me, that's a better record than six and oh. Yeah, but dude. Who has he beaten on a big show? At least, at least Darby just won a casket match. Who the fuck is Powerhouse Hobbs beaten? I don't matter, care bro. about Dark. I don't bro, care. YouTube, YouTube. I don't you can't care. ignore the YouTube. Nobody watches it, bro. I I I <laughs> brought up the numbers the on this show. Here's what I brought up the numbers on this show. Nobody watches it. Impact gets more. YouTube it doesn't viewers. matter. Con, that's that's Con, baby. Con, I know you listen. Impact gets more YouTubers than you do. Thunder Rosa, who was Nobody not... Nobody cares about Dark. Nobody cares about Evolution. Get this. Thunder Rosa, who is under fucking contract. If you're not in Condor contract... She is, she is. You... She is now. She is, she is now. She is now. But how can you have a 22-2 fucking record when you just were signed two weeks ago? Because she had that many matches with dude. Here's the problem. When they say when they but bro, when they when they put out these things that say Thunder Rose's all elite, I'm like, wow, she didn't sign yet. Exactly. Listen, the varsity blondes were a top five tag team before they were officially signed. They just what do you they officially signed right around the time Thunder Rosa did. They I think they had a title shot. The varsity blondes right now are a top five tag team, right? Yep, they're ranked number three. Okay. They're they've seconds. been a top five back because they they got their title shot and lost, and they're still in the top five. They're How rec- the hell is that possible? Record sixteen and four. <laughs> they have forty five fucking tag teams. Such good shit. Oh man, 
This ranking, get rid of it. Get rid of it. Please. A powerhouse Hobbs. That's as bad as killing He-Man. No, I'm, I'm kidding. It's really Paul, not, but it's pretty like, bad. Well, just like Finn Balor pops his collar all with your powerhouse Hobbs, all you got to do is go out there and curl your lip and, you know, try to look all mean, and there you go. Powerhouse Hobbs. But <laughs> Ricky Starks. You know, hey, mm-hmm. fuck, Lan- fuck Lance Archer. Lance Archer, here we go. United States, IWGP United States champion. We don't need that guy. He's not ranked in our top five. Get him out of here. We need Orange Cassidy. And we need Jungle Boy, who lost his title fight. We need Darby Allen, who lost his title fight, who also lost uh, a singles match before he won the casket match. He's number two. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you look at all the big shows they've done, those rankings mean shit. God. Gone. Booker of the year. My balls. <laughs> so anyway, White, what happened? So Miro wins and then what? You know what? He's lucky that WWE is inept right now. Let's be honest. <laughs> WWE is handing him the wrestling world. And he's just, he, it's just, it's great that he has a lot of money. He can bring these people in. And I am excited about AEW because of that. But at the same time, as we're talking about this now, I'm like, how is this guy ever going to do it right? How is he ever going to do it right? You know what? He might not have to. That's the the scary part. They're handing him the business. He gets out out those big, fat, rose art crayons and just draws the plans up. And Vince... I got got my own comp, pal. Yeah, yeah, pal. I'm going to release half my roster. We don't need Adam Cole. Get him out of Cole. That'll work out well for us, pal. A wrath of Khan. I got the better con. Yeah. Every one of my friends that watches SmackDown is like, watch this Cena and Rand's promo and watch nothing else. And I hear nothing good about Raw. And NXT is like irrelevant now. They totally ruined it. I tried to watch Raw three weeks ago and I couldn't. <sighs> dude. And even, dude, it's I, I so watched, bad. Was that the one where Goldberg came out? I yeah. did see him come out. Okay. Whichever so week that was. That's so. probably the same one I did. Because okay. I, I got through like, 40 minutes, and I was like, fuck this. What am yeah. I doing this for? Yep, yep. <laughs> oh, speaking of WWE. Hold on, let's get through, let's get through Rampage first. <laughs> Wait, let's just let me, let me throw this nugget go out. Ahead, go for it. Fuck because it. The, the, the last one that I saw, the show opened with, okay, let me think. Charlotte, Nikki Cross, in the mask gimmick. And, and they're in the promo, and, and, and Rhea Ripley. They announce, the GMs announce that there's a three-way for the title, right? At the pay-per-view coming up. The champ is Nikki Cross now. All right, so she was already the champ. Okay. Right. I didn't see this. So that night on Raw, they book her and Charlotte to (laughs) wrestle. I don't know why, but they did. Charlotte wins. At the end of it, Nikki Cross is like, I think I'm going to beat you. I'll give you a re. I want you again. I'm going to beat you. I'm going, what the fuck am I watching? They just booked a three-way. Why are any of them fighting right now? 
Dude, that 50-50 shit sucks. Dude, it's so bad. That was the last one I watched, so I lasted like 15 minutes. That hey, even if you, yeah, I, don't, I don't think I made it. I don't even think I saw that. That that was probably after a fucking the Cena and Reigns promo made no fucking sense last night either because John Cena obviously does not watch the product at all, and the shit that he was spitting out was so factually inaccurate. Like you ran the shield off, you ran fucking what's his face out of the WWE. No, you didn't. And let's not wait, forget. Did he, wait, did he say that Reigns ran Moxley out of the WWE? Yeah, you ran. <laughs> <laughs> That's as bad as Hobbs being in the top five. What the fuck are you talking about? That's worse. <laughs> you're, dude, did he did he learn that on CNN? <laughs> All right, I mean, come on, John, John. I, you know, I know The Rock doesn't know what the fuck is going on. Can you, can you do a little better? Oh, my God. But that's why that's why Khan doesn't have to do any better. He, he really that. doesn't. Dude, well, He they are literally handing him the wrestling business. John what? Cena included. Oh, Roman Reigns. You ran, you ran Dean Ambrose out of the out of the WWE. He, he wasn't even on the air when he left. If Khan is fucking... And then he goes, you almost ruined Seth Rollins' career. Uh, Seth Rollins got a push way before Reigns did, motherfucker. You know what, Tony? If you're listening right now, don't do any, don't change anything. Just keep doing what you're doing because it doesn't fucking matter. You, know, I don't, you do yeah. you, bro. Just keep They're doing They're not even you. making them change. They're not even pushing them to change. They're not even pushing them to get better. You know what Tony Khan says? Yeah, you know what? I'll make Powerhouse Hobbs the number five contender. You want to know why? Because I just opened up the checkbook and I signed Steve Punk <laughs> and Brian Danielson and I'm going to sign Bray Wyatt and nobody's going to give a fuck about my ranking That's system. Right. And you know what? We're the only assholes here that even know if our house Hobbs is ranked number five. Gonna Khan could just He could just go on Twitter right now, go on his Instagram and hold up two middle fingers and go, <laughs> F you, because I have billions of dollars and if you don't like it, F you, because I don't have to do any better. And, and guess uh, what? I, 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 I'm so good. I have other promotions Having title me. changes on my show, <laughs> I have TNA, I, I or Impact. I have I have NG, NJPW titles changing hands on my show. I'm, I, I, he, dude, the guy's the fucking puppet master right now. He is. He I, is. Dude, tomorrow I'll revitalize CWF Mid Atlantic. <laughs> He's got Ring of Honor begging no, for. No, no wonder why ROH is talking about opening up the door. They're like, hey. Can you please have a title change, a Ring of Honor title change on your show? Please. I'm even Dude. crossing borders. I got Andrade dragging his still-signed father-in-law across the... <laughs> Nick Khan's on the phone with him. Can, can we defend the NXT title on Dynamite, please? <laughs> Dude, Tony's a boss right now. You, we did, can't he deny did. it. And here's he the is. best part. He can knows we... it. And he's, <laughs> he's literally like... <laughs> You Fuck gotta you. Get My ring didn't explode. But guess what? I didn't even pay those motherfuckers, so blow me. I have yeah. more money. I have more money in my pocket than you ever have in your life, and you yep. suck, and you love my product, so keep watching me. And then you want to know what? All these, all the guys listening to the show right now, the three of us, White House who's sleeping, his kids, everybody we know turns on fucking Dynamite. They turn on Rampage, and they're like, you know what? This show really isn't that fucking good. But guess what? It's way better than anything else. <laughs> so we love AEW. It's the lesser of two evils. It's the lesser it's of the lesser of all evils. 
Goddamn pal. Wrestling sucks. Hold on. Hold on. Sucks. Hold on. We take you live now to a phone call that I just got this recording. <laughs> Is this that uh the the con fella? Yeah. Yeah. God. Damn it. Love your good shit, pal. By the way, can we? Do you think we can? Uh, Nakamura just won the uh, Intercontinental title. Did, wait, hold on. Was it the Intercontinental title? Yeah, the Intercontinental title. Goddamn, pal. Uh, he, we want him to come down there and defend that against fucking Sunny Kiss on Dark. Is that okay? Sunny Kiss. <laughs> <laughs> Jelly Janella. <laughs> and the other end of that conversation is hit me with the crayon line. <laughs> Dude, hit me why with why can I picture like SummerSlam being you like a disaster with crayons? That's right, <laughs> and that's the current conversation that you heard. Of Here, here's what I picture: SummerSlam's a fucking disaster. Twenty four hours after CM Punk debuts on AEW TV. So, oh, he made a mention to CM Punk. Cena did. I don't know if you saw the promo. I didn't. I didn't. So, I just Punk did the pipe bomb in Las Vegas. Okay. A month later, he or a few weeks later in Cleveland or or in Chicago, he wins Money in the Bank or at Money in the Bank beats Cena clean. Good match. Not going to take anything away. It was a good match. Um, and then hops. Wait, are the, you telling me Cena lost to somebody? I'm shocked. Clean too. Um, but hop the bear. Punk wins the title. He takes out fucking um, What's his name? See, I'm I'm recreating the Vince promo. What's his name? Uh, uh, Alberto. And uh, he fucking gets Alberto, kicks him, hops the barricade, blows a kiss, runs up the stairs with the title, and puts it in the fridge. Classic. So John Cena references all of this by going, I'm going to go to Las Vegas. I'm going to take your title. I'm going to beat you one, two, Three, because that's all it's going to take. You could beat me down for an hour, but all it's going to take me is one, two, three. I like that aspect of the promo. Um, and he go, he looks at Reigns and goes, "Hell, maybe I'll even take the title from you. Hop over the barricade, blow you a kiss, run up the stairs of Allegiant Stadium, hop in my car, and drive off." <laughs> that's the only part of the promo I like. And all right, I so. So here's so the Punk thing. is selling his promos. That's that's yeah. good. So here's the thing. They're actually responding to AEW. Right yes. Think and again, about that for a second. They're not again. Pal. Dude, He's the Tony Khan a, is the center of the universe. This is what we need to realize. I don't think it's it, WWE doing that. Hold on. Hold it's on. not. WWE. It's the fact that Cena can go out there and say whatever the hell he wants to within reason. And that's what. Well, why, he, hold, no, no, hold on a second. They did not like. Why that. is John Cena referencing CM Punk out of the blue right now? He didn't just reference that out of the blue. There's no way he referenced that out of the blue. You're telling me the same guy that in the same promo accused Roman Reigns of running Dean Ambrose out of WWE references CM Punk out of the blue? No chance. No. He, somebody put that in his ear. I don't believe it for a second. But to Edwards' point, I got I got to throw this out there. It's a con world, baby. We're all just living in it. <laughs> That's We're right. all just living in it right now. That's it's right. a con world. I got to give credit where credit is due. If, if Tony Khan's got the big Rose Art crayons, Vince and everybody in that fucking company right now is finger painting. Okay? <laughs> like the ones the ones they use in like the fucking shower. <laughs> <laughs> All right, pal. So here's what we're gonna do. 
Get get in here, God. Get in here, God. Oh, but Vince, I don't want to see your cock. Oh, look, look at my cock, pal. Get in here. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna book this match on a who who are we cutting this week, pal? Give me the list. <laughs> uh, this guy I actually saw a meme of the like the headshot of every person they've cut in eight of WWE this year. It is like when you see that, it is like shocking. It's like a fucking small army. Me and Edwards went through the we list. We went through it. Oh, somebody That's... didn't listen to the show. Yeah, I know. Thanks a lot. <sighs> Come on, AC. I'm talking about the picture. I didn't. I, I listened damn. to some of the show. I missed that. Well, my point is, like, at least Bobby listened. Seeing it on a picture. <laughs> I mean, he was up all night in RC Cola. Of course, he listened. <laughs> RC Cola and you know, and... non-binary cock. Don't <laughs> be knocking the RC Cola. You're gonna find that a lot down south. Or the binary cock. Our... Oh, right. <laughs> 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 anyway, Brit. Yeah, let's get the Red Velvet. Red Velvet. For an hour show, we. <laughs> so for fucking, so Fuego gets offered a contract. It's a feel good moment. They said it was a shoot. I buy that it was a shoot. It's a good moment, but except for totally, yeah, he looked like he didn't know. I mean, he, he was did. like he a little twelve year old kid, you know. He's probably crying, going, thank God, because God knows anybody, nobody else is going to sign me. Anyway. Thank God, because I don't want to go to Ring of Honor. <laughs> you know what, you God know forbid me? I go to Ring of Honor with all the other mass guys. Ain't even a real, <laughs> dude ain't even a real... I mean, maybe you should go to MLW, right? I mean, it yeah. make more sense. Like, yeah, dude ain't even know. a real Mexican. He's from Ala-fucking-Bama. So there you go, folks. Roll Tide. Anyway. <laughs> Doesn't mean he's not Mexican. Not, yeah, how do you know that white? He's of Mexican heritage, but he's an Alabamian, or whatever they call him. That's why his that's why his gear is red. We roll- live in the most diverse country in the world. You need to understand this. Yeah. <laughs> Britt Baker comes out as a huge baby face. I can I mention one thing here, and I know I normally shit on wrestling. She's not a baby face though. She was this night. No, till the end. It's our hometown. Until the but what couple her character of, hasn't changed white. No, it hasn't, and that's good. But WWE, yes. but unlike WWE, AEW knows how to book hometown talent. Um. <clears throat> anyway, the anyway. crowd. Can I? Can I? Can I talk about the crowd? I normally shit all Go over ahead. wrestling grounds. Yeah, please. Do. I, I love to hear your thoughts. I love this crowd. Both the, nights. Yeah, there was no yeah, nursery there were, rhymes. Yep, I agree. There was no nursery rhymes. There was no taking off the shoes. There was no speech ball bullshit. This crowd was perfect. May they all continue to be just like this. So let me ask you a question. Are you going to love the crowd next week when they sing Chris Jericho's interest song because oh, they can't play man. it? <laughs> oh, I'm going to love it because half they're of- already sharing the lyrics, lyrics on Twitter. <laughs> those fucking they're going to sing the whole fucking song. I guarantee you Jericho is going to go out there. That's and, how you know you're living in a con world. Yep. Jericho is going to go out. That's yep. the con. Jericho is going to come out there and go, okay, baby, I can't sing it, but you can sing it. He Stop. ain't going to say shit. He He's going to walk out and they're going to yep. sing. No, they're going to show it up on the Tron. Follow the bouncing ball or follow the bouncing Jericho head or something like that. And they're going to do karaoke. Yeah, but they can't. He can't play the music, or he loses. You don't have to play the music. Just show the words with the karaoke. What have I become now that I'm afraid? 
The now, Judas in my mind. <laughs> everybody, everybody on everybody on YouTube, all the I'm gonna be singing along at home. It's a con world, baby. Everybody on YouTube has said exactly what you said. Nobody knows the words to that song because if you fucking look at them while they're singing there, they're like uh, inside. It's no the the chorus they do, but the rest of the word, who knows the fucking word? I don't they, even know the words of any song. Like, I, I'm like, I know like three words, and I'm like, the runaway um, snow, and uh, they're looking at their feet. Kicking that, the that's why it's easier where you got like the songs in like WWE, like fucking Sami Zayn, where you could just like hum with the lyrics and you don't have actual yeah. words or like Nakamura. And that heart made of snow. And then Britt Baker, Britt Baker came out and then. Yes. Britt Baker came out. Good reaction from the crowd. I, I got to tell you, the storytelling in the match was good. The psychology was good. The execution of fucking Red Velvet, not as much. She's still way green. Yeah, I she's did, not that great. Yeah, I she, did she like was, how at least she, she was in red. I, 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 you know, I did like the ending of, oh, I can't do it with the injured yeah. arm. Let me switch it around and do it. Yeah, this finally way. somebody sold the fucking injury. Oh, my God. Thank yes. you. It was amazing. It's a con you world. You have to work the left. <laughs> it's the only place you're going to get that is from yep. con. Drew it up in crayons. Mm-hmm. Instead of working this arm, no, he just draws a big X. You're going to work this arm. <laughs> big red X. I mean, she's Adam Cole by injection, so she should be good. So, um, true. true. <laughs> so then at the end. I mean, the longer she's with Cole, the better she gets. I mean, I, 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 I could, am I wrong to draw no. like some yeah. kind of conclusion there? No. Yeah. <laughs> Well, there's another one that is probably going to be an idiot and re-sign with WWE, but anyway. Bro, he's he's not even under contract right now. Nope, but after SummerSlam, they, they had a meeting. Yeah, but what, is the, what did the meeting do? He's still not under contract. They, he, they, he agreed to, to do the match with Kyle O'Reilly, his buddy. But then Vince, this past week... Had a meeting with him. Had a meeting every- overall, and apparently has offered him a fucking spot and has already advised the writers... Then they then they have a report that comes out the next day and says, no, there are no plans for Adam Cole right now, which All I right. believe that. So this is the way I look at it. And yeah, there's not a plan for anybody right now. Yeah, exactly. Why Here, would there here's, if you're Adam Cole and you're just if you think that's your best security and you don't care where your career goes from here, sign with WWE. And I have no problem with that. If you're doing it for a financial monetary reason, I would never trash anybody for doing that. I mean, we could might make fun of you a little bit, like Dolph Ziggler, Hold on, Penn State I... best wrestler. But here's the thing: if Adam Cole really wants to be the best Adam Cole, he's got to leave. You know yeah. what he's gonna do? He's gonna sign a con track <laughs> <laughs> because it's a con world. Yeah, exactly. Con... Name of the show: It's a con world. It's a con. It's a con world. Where you come from, Tony <laughs> Khan, baby. Anyway, oh, con. My daddy's money. So who came out at the end of this match to help? It was it was uh, Jamie Hader from the UK. Who is now all elite. Congratulations. Yeah. Jamie I don't Hader. think the crowd knew who she was. Now, does this because they haven't seen her in like two years? And 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 the reason why she said well, this kind of makes sense because she said in a promo, Britt Baker said in a promo weeks ago 
you keep coming after Rebel and you keep injuring her, which is fucking true because this is the second time in two years that Rebel... She need to get rid of Rebel anyway. So we got to hire, get some hired help in here. And Jamie Hayter is now the hired help. But So Jamie Hayter was doing appearances for AEW, got injured, and then COVID, whatever. So she hasn't been there for two years. But right. she was part of something early on. Um, pretty hot, the whole thing. Honestly, when Honestly, I Honestly, when she first came out, I didn't even put two and two together. Neither and then I, he said the name and I'm like, oh yeah, okay. But when I saw the she fuck- wasn't under contract either. They literally congratulated her today and said, Oh, Jamie Hader, all elite. Hey. Not gonna lie. And this but is- she got but we gotta bring up Statlander coming out as well. Well, I, I'm not gonna lie, when I saw the hat go off and I saw the red hair and t- until they did a fucking close up, I'm like, is that Becky? What the fuck? You know, I, I and then I'm like, I didn't think Becky. no way. There's I thought honestly, I thought it was the uh, NWA chick. Oh, um, fuck. Uh, yeah, I can't remember the name. The Camille one who's wrestling Camille. Midget. White Camille. Camille, yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you. I thought it was her at first. She has like blonde silver hair, not red hair. But anyway, didn't this girl have blonde hair. No, she had like red hair. Maybe That's why I thought it was Becky Lynch. Are you sure? I, I thought it was blonde. Yeah, I thought it was blonde, dude. I don't I, know. I mean, maybe you got to get your change your TV settings or something. Probably. Anyway. <laughs> no wonder yeah, why I thinks. Blonde hair. No wonder why thinks we, Mexicans can't live in America. But That's he why, jumped he, again. He jumped the fact that Statlander. So yeah, Rip was gonna do gonna do the curb stomp onto the title or the head stomp, whatever they're called. The stomp, whatever they're calling it these days. Oh, yeah. uh, and Statlander stopped her first before. Hater came. You gotta understand, boys. We just got the color television shut down here a few years ago, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hadn't mm-hmm. learned but just yet. Just I still watch got, on a tube TV. <laughs> I was gonna say I still got one of those TVs that got a vertical knob on it and I gotta just <laughs> You gotta like get up to turn the bike. <laughs> and change that's right. It, oh, it, it had the remote was attached to the TV with a cord, but it broke a long time and the dog chewed through it. <laughs> <laughs> I had that old. Remember those old VCRs where the thing used to pop up and you'd put the tape yep. in. I used to have one of those, and that's how I would record either Raw or Nitro, and th- so I could watch one live and then watch the other after. I used Not to use lie. that VCR. My first VCR was like that. It had the pop up thing, and it had a remote, but the remote was on a three foot long cord. So yeah. That- <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had the cord, the remote with the cord. I, we lost it. So I used to, like, just get up in my room and, like, like back in the day, you were, like, it was no big thing to get up and, like, turn your TV off. Now it's, like, where's so, you, you, you're not getting up to turn your fucking TV off. You're so, just going to find the app on your phone and turn your TV off. Like, let's be honest. Please. I'll be honest with you. No wonder why, no wonder why we're not masculine anymore. When, we're when I was all the fuckers I, in the world. All right. You ever, you ever see the movie Grumpy Old Men? Yeah, of course. Yes. Both okay. of them. You know the fucking in the first one where Jack Lemmon is sitting down with his TV dinner and he's got his lottery tickets and he's turning the Powerball on and all of a sudden Walter Matthau's character, Max, is at the window pointing his remote at the TV, changing the channel so that every time... I would kind of do the same thing when I was on the road a couple years ago. They had the Xfinity remote app and it's synced to... Even though I'm on the road, that remote app is synced to the living room TV. I would be rolling through fucking Paducah or some shit, and I'd be changing the channel on the TV, and after about five... five, Or turning the internet off, that's another one. Yeah. (laughs) After... uh, I would turn the internet off, too, because now you can turn the modem off from the app. 
After about five fucking minutes, my wife would be calling me, would you fucking stop it? <laughs> so I got a question for you guys. So I sent this AC to you and Stames. It was like 8.30 on a Wednesday night. Okay. And we talked about the crowd in Pittsburgh. Show opens up. They have all the signs. The towels are going. And I, yeah. I made the yeah. comment, like, this reminds me of 98 or whatever, 99, whatever I wrote. And then seeing Rampage and how the crowd was. And taking into consideration that this is Pittsburgh, what is Philly going to be like? What's New York going to be like? What's Chicago going to be like? Is, and we're, we're calling Khan the center of the wrestling universe now, which is funny, but it's true. They're going to have their biggest Th- crowd ever. They're, dude, it, this In is like days. escalating. I think it with really AEW. I, I don't understand why, but it's like, are we about to see something huge? Like, I feel like something huge is really coming here with this company. No, I really, I'm with you. I think that was kind of, I don't know if I expressed it enough on the last show where I was like, I'm kind of getting excited about AEW again. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Like, we used to be very excited and we'd do the shows and whatever. And then, you know, and COVID had a lot to do with it with no fans and everything else, but we go up and down. And then it got, like, really bad. And I was like, oh, man, like, this thing's going to, like, I'm still going to watch, but it's not that great. And the elite sucks, and I can't stand the fucking Young Bucks and the whole thing. And all of a sudden, it just started turning the corner. And then you hear Punk and Danielson and this. And now Bray Wyatt's released. And you hear Adam Cole maybe coming. And you hear, and you have all the different guys they're doing things with. And better things with. Cage. Uh, you know, guys up and coming, Ricky Starks, MJF, um, Jungle Boy. There's so many things they're doing. Like, the thing, there's a lot of things they do wrong. Don't get me wrong. But there's a lot of things they're doing right. And then they added these humongous names to it. There's definitely a lot of momentum there. And then you're telling me their highest, their, their highest ticket sales show is six days away for Ramp Chicago. And it's going to be insane. And I mean, I listen, we're going to get punk. Um, if you don't get punk, like I said, a couple weeks ago, they're going to rip the fucking chairs out of the arena. The United <laughs> Center will not be ready for basketball. They're going to tear the fucking building down. We all know that. Khan knows that. Uh, TNT knows that. Or TBS knows that. Or wherever fucking channel they're going to be on. Punk knows that. Everybody knows that. We know he's going to be there. It's going to be insane. However they do it, it doesn't matter. It's going to be insane. And that's going to lead them into their next pay-per-view. And it's a lot of momentum for them. But a theme I wanted to get with you guys, it's kind of a perfect segue. I'm glad you brought it up. I think at some point we need to also get back to the point where Dynamite's the number one show and Rampage is going to be the secondary show that has probably three matches. Maybe you get a mural title defense every week. And you get a little bit of booking. Um, this is like a two-week huge run for Rampage. And then I think it's going to settle in where Dynamite is still the premier show. And a, a lot's going to center around what they do at Dynamite. So Tony Khan actually addressed this. Um, he said pretty much the, next, the, the first two weeks of Rampage is something special. And then we're going to kind of settle into our normal groove. It makes, what, se- it makes sense. Yeah. The teases continue, guys. I retweeted this. I don't know if you guys saw it. CM Punk today on his Instagram posted a photo of a Ring of Honor DVD 
called. Well, I, I mean, I'd love to see it, but I'm blocked, so sorry. Hold on. He posted on Instagram? Oh, I, I don't know. I, anyway. I think I fucking he blocked me on Twitter. You think I'm gonna fucking well, follow I, him on Instagram? I, did, Fuck I didn't see it on I didn't see it on Instagram. This somebody else posted a photo of it. So I retweeted it and you can see it. I should follow him on the podcast page on Instagram. <laughs> they uh he That's posted, where I follow all the people I don't like. He posted <laughs> He posted a picture of a Ring of Honor DVD called Punk the fi- CM or it's just called Punk the Final Chapter. Mm-hmm. It's got a picture of him. It's got to be it says 16 years ago. So that was <laughs> that what Summer Punk. Uh I know they did a huge Summer Punk DVD. Yeah. Well, this is like the final I think this is when he left Ring of Honor. Okay. So it was 16 years ago would have been but this is the first dance now. This Remember, we're you're entering the con world. You're, you're wait, what, wait, 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 wait. What did? Wait, finish. What's? What are? What are you telling us here? So this I have been, no idea. Hold on, that's what I'm trying to get to. And AC keeps interrupting. He posts a picture of this, and he photoshops over top of it the following. This was 16 years ago today. Called the show the final chapter because I'm a huge Friday the 13th guy. Because yesterday or Friday oh, yes. the 13th. Um, so he tweeted this on Friday. Um, cannot remember if this was the 13th or not. And it was, he says today is pretty cool. Also final chapter because, well, that was it for this guy. Well, sure. I'd be an astronaut or maybe a cowboy or something. Um, chapters close books end. And then the very last line here, nothing's over till you're underground. Darby. That's that is Darby Allen reference. That's Darby Allen's chest tattoo. There you yeah. go. There you There's go. I love Darby. I love what somebody commented here. Uh, this was at uh, Ringside Posse on Twitter. CM Punk stares at Darby's flat chest. Confirmed. <laughs> Elias, <laughs> Elias Aguare. I mean, yes. Yeah, I mean, CM Punk is jacked. Somebody named Elias Aguare. CM Punk snuggles against Darby's flat chest. Confirmed? <laughs> imagine how people, uh, this guy, imagine how people would be if he doesn't show up. I mean, somebody who lives in your brain. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the only one thinking it. I'm not the only one that's been throwing out that theory. <laughs> you're, the, you're the first person that brought it up to me, so you own it. <laughs> Um, somebody puts he is giving hints of returning. Can't wait for him to return. And if he doesn't debut at hints, Ram- he's fucking signed. Jesus Christ! Hold on. If he doesn't debut at the first dance, AEW is going to get a lot of heat. Although they didn't say that he's coming. They teased it like a motherfucker on Rampage, airing that promo again. And oh man, I think I, honestly, dude, I, I guys, I think you fucking hear serious by the Alan Parsons Project play. And you hear static, and it cuts to cult of personality, and that motherfucker. Do you day? Do you, do you do you think we get another major tease on Dynamite? Yes. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Not if not, they just air the same promo they aired on Rampage. It's all you need. Yeah, yeah, just the re, the re showing of the Derby promo. Because yeah, Dynamite's audience is going to be larger than Rampage's, just because based on the time slot. Let's be real here. Um, I mean, we can't have another ring explosion here. <laughs> no, we can't. You know, we got to draw this in colored pencil this time instead of crayon. 
That's right, White. How about in Sharpie? <laughs> well, if anything, Punk's going to make sure they do it in Sharpie instead of fucking crayons. Let's be honest here. We had to so, do a lot of rehearsals of the explosions. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, just given his demeanor and the way he's reacting to all this, as opposed to a couple of years ago when everybody thought he was going to come to AEW and he trashed them, you would just, just given his like you would think if this was all like conjecture and rumor and not going to happen that he would be like shitting oh, on people right now. Oh my god. Well, like no, he, he's not one that's just not going to not see Yeah, him. that's a good point. He would be shitting all over this if he wasn't going. Yeah. He'd be telling you no, there's no value, there's no it's not going to happen. It's not He'd be flat out telling you no like he did the last time. Yeah. This was teased with him. He said no. So, I mean, you guys are punk fans. I'm not which is I'm not a punk fan, but I understand how huge this is, and I understand that it's going to be awesome, and I'm probably going to love it, too. Well, I, on I, White's channel, he he confessed his love for punk. He said he'd have sex with him. Uh, if, if, it's if, towards the end of the show, if you want to hear it. A big if. It's true. He, he said it. It's on there. Oh, he said it. I, I, uh, if. Big if. That's a lot of love. <laughs> I thought I loved the rock back in the day. Wow. <laughs> Sorry for cutting you off. What, what no, no, question? that's okay. You got to well, be what I, basically what I'm saying is, you know, you guys are the big punk fans. Are you more are you more excited about him coming to AEW and this upstart, you know, building something new and different and, you know, whatever Khan says, "Oh, it's new and exciting, blah blah blah." Or would you rather see him go back to WWE? Beat Roman Reigns or whatever. I see him go to fucking anywhere but WWE right now. And I, you know what? I, I don't know Edwards. Yeah, I kind of agree with that. Because yeah, and I think I think that if you if you grab the hardcore wrestling fan, I think that I think you're probably going to get like eighty percent would say that. I'm looking at a GIF right now. Uh, so it's huge. My point being is this is huge. Right. Right. <laughs> I'd rather see Punk be anywhere but WWE, and the fact that he posted a Ring of Honor cover... I, I think he'd rather be anywhere but WWE also, though. He knows, because he knows... He could have went back how long ago? Let's be real. You know, if, if Punk reached out to Hunter or Vince, you're telling me they're going to be like, no, we don't want you back. Of course they would fucking take him back. Are you kidding me? So, I think that, you know... Hell, I, I'd love to see him in Japan. I don't know if his body could hold up, though. But yeah, but he could do the Jericho thing and just go for Wrestle Kingdom. Yep. Um, I'm looking at a GIF right now, by the way, of uh, a chop battle going on between Ric Flair and Andrade just TikToking Kenny Omega back and forth with chops. <laughs> <laughs> Any word on the uh, who won? I don't know who won, but I know that Ric Flair punched out Omega. I don't know if it was before or after the match. Mm. Um, Interesting that Flair had such a big part of that in in um mexico that had to be andrade driven that's a son-in-law i know but still like you know what i mean like and i'm Omega not saying the mexican fan mexican fans wouldn't know Omega who he is but mm -hmm. wow i didn't see that coming everybody thought that the uh everybody thought that the fucking the belt the belt collector was going to start breaking down and the cleaner was going to, he was going to snap and the cleaner was going to come back. 
AEW's Kenny Omega retains the AAA Mega Championship at Triple. Wow. Okay. New Japan has came out and said they have a big announcement. New Japan said what? New Japan came out and said that they have a big announcement coming up. I don't know exactly what it is, but. Yeah, it was. uh, Jeff, was it you earlier that said. uh, That said. you might you might do Christian versus Omega title for title. Uh, yeah. I, maybe that's it. Maybe it's Kenny. You know, uh, retaining as the belt collector. And yeah, then maybe fighting and and then fighting Jay White for the never open weight. Yeah, New Japan. <laughs> you know what I mean, yeah. The, the New so Japan. Maybe, maybe you do get Christian and Kenny one on one. I I still think it needs more, but hey, maybe you do get it. The New Japan Global Twitter account tweeted uh that they would have they tweeted it nine minutes ago that they would have something big after the bout but they do have a okay they have detonation sees new japan strong riverside california on november the 15th so they're coming back to California on November the fifteenth. They have isn't a jet. There, isn't there isn't there a New Japan show before that? It's tonight. I think they have one tonight. It's tonight. They have one going on right now. Yeah, they they were going head to head with Triple Mania. They have that uh, insur- resurgence show that's happening in California. Shit. Because Lance Archer is taking on. Uh, oh yeah. So that's the big. Oh, you're right. Yeah, it was tonight. Yeah, they're coming back uh, to Riverside, California, at the Riverside Municipal Auditorium, November. Jay White and uh, David Finley. Yep. Um, but anyway, Punk. Let, let's talk about Punk. Or, if, uh, it was it was Archer versus Hiroshi Tanahashi. Yeah, Tanahashi. I'm sorry. One. I'm looking at it. Um, uh, hang on. Anyway, let's talk about Punk real quick. How do we book this if we're Money Mark Khan? Wheeler, Wheeler Yuta was on the show, just so you guys know. I know. You book him against Darby, and you feed him Darby. Do we, do we kick off the show with this? Whoa, Leo Rush? Leo Rush, Chris Dickinson, Fred Yegum, and Yayu Ermiura, and Adrian Quest versus Tom Lurg, J.R. Kratos, Jerome Nelson, Roy Sizzix, and Danny Lamlight in a 10-man tag match. Leo Rush, I thought he retired. Yeah, he came back because he wanted to work New Japan. Did anybody? Terry Funk retired 15 fucking times, dude. Come I on. know, I, I know. They're apparently calling this... Juice Robertson versus Hikaluo. Hiko, yeah, he, uh, he appeared on Dynamite not too long ago. Why does it stop there, though? Because it's still going on, I think. Yeah, don't forget. Now it's twelve thirty. It's not in California. It's not. It's in Japan. It's in California. It's in California. At the LA JoJo. I know, but it's not the same time, bruh. They're three hours behind us. Behind us, it's nine thirty out there. Yeah, but usually, even though they do that, you'd uh, you would get it earlier. I guess you guys are right. Ishii versus Moose is next. That's a hot fight right there. Anyway, did we book Punk at the beginning of the show? Did we kick it off with him? I put him at the end. Why? I make the crowd chant for him all night. And, he, keep the, and you hold the rating that way. 
Yeah, does he come out at the very end and only show his face and wave, and then that's it? The show goes off the air? Does he actually get into it and get physical? I put a microphone in his hands at, like, 9.45. You know what? Whatever time it would be. 8.45, whatever. You've built up to this. You've let the anticipation grow. Tony Khan has came out and said, because he did a little media scrum after Rampage, and he even went on Of course he did. Good paper. It's a con world. It's a con world. Yeah, We're all getting conned. Anyway. <laughs> That's AC's next tattoo. I got conned. <laughs> I would never put that asshole's name on myself, but anyway. <laughs> anyway. You have a... Uh, oh, Moxley's I, on this card, too. Yeah, he is. Moxley and Two to Be Determined versus Good Brothers. Ishii uh, versus Moose. Yeah, that's happening now. Oh, shit. Um, here's what I think happens. Is this on uh, New Japan World? I I want to say it is. It may be. I'm, I'm, I'm probably going to watch this when we're done. Sounds I'll good. Watch, it's I'll a watch, good card. I, I won't go to New Japan to watch it. Anyway. Uh, I'll sail the high seas for I mean, it. I already pay New Japan World. Why wouldn't I watch it there? Yeah, why? I don't pay he's, New Japan. He's not like you. He doesn't. He actually pays for shit, White. <laughs> Once in a while. Anyway. You know what I'm saying? Anyway. Anyway, punk. If I'm if I'm booking <laughs> it, I have fucking Darby Allen come out there with about fifteen minutes left in the show at that last quarter hour. Dun 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 I love his new Tron, by the way. Yes, it is good. I watched the Tron is the animation by Rooster Teeth is amazing. Yes. Anyway. Anyway. I have him come out. The crowd's been chanting for Punk all night long. When he comes out, the p- crowd is going to heal this motherfucker. They're going to chant Punk over him. He ain't going to be able to get a word out. He's going to be like, look, the rumors, I know you're fucking back there. I know you're back there. Get your ass out here and let's go. You want? You say you're the best in the world, let's go. Bam, it hits. We have a match. GTS, one, two, three. Bam, there you go. I don't, let me, I don't see Darby and him dude. Let, let me ask you this. What if... Now, I wouldn't do this because it would be stupid. But what if they do the best in the world, Daniel Bryan comes out, and then Punk comes out? That's too much. That's blowing all your load in one shot. I agree, but will we'll Khan do it? Oh, I wouldn't Wait. put it. Wait, say that again. I'm sorry. I was reading this stupid New Japan shit. But Daniel Bryan comes out, then Punk comes out. This week? Mm-hmm. No. No. They're going to hold Bryan. They're going to do him bad. Can Khan hold it, though? Is he, dude, is yeah. he going to get too excited? Is he going to be like, yeah, let's just do yeah, it? I, yeah, no, I think he's going to do it. If, have, you see, if you see uh, Danielson, you're not going to see Punk. And vice versa. Yeah. Okay, I agree. I agree with AC. He's proven that he can hold his load this long without officially saying it's CM Punk. Oh, yeah. he's ready to, yeah, dude. He's going to explode. I bet you. By the end of the week, he might explode. Dude, he's exploded night. over this already. We and know that. He's going to have that media scrum, and he's going to he's going to look at everybody in the wrestling media and go, "Drop it on my face, motherfuckers! Go ahead." <laughs> so not not to change the subject, but I'm going to wait on this. New Japan because it's only live on New Japan World right now with Japanese commentary, not I English. Gotta have Kevin Kelly and all them doing it. Yeah, dude, what the fuck? They're it's in. A, it's in the U.S. 
They do this all the time. Every is time. It, is it on? Is it on traditional pay per view? I don't know if it's on fight or anything like that yet. Yeah, yeah, it might be. Maybe that. Maybe that's why you can't get the English commentary right on the maybe. live stream. That's what I was reading when you guys were talking. I was like, "What?" Because I, I was actually going to put it on and comment on it as we. Well, how would on. how would you how would you bring out Punk? Beginning and. Myself. Yeah. I'd bring him out in the end. Okay. I bring him out in the end because I think you build it throughout the show. Um, not only for the live crowd reaction, but also for if you bring him in in the beginning. I mean, TV TV wise, it would make more sense towards the end. Um, I, 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 I'm, I'm with you. I, I don't know if it's nine forty-five is the time or whatever, or ten forty-five, whatever the time is. But you know, at some point, he's in the ring with a microphone in his hand. Uh, you know, the last five minutes or whatever right, it is. Right. I don't. I mean, I just hope it ain't one of these things where. You hear Colt the personality. He shows up, walks out on the stage. Stares. Uh, so here, it's twenty dollars on fight. I agree with you, White. I, they can't do that. He's got to speak. Gotta speak. He's yeah. got to speak. Yeah. So uh, resurgence is twenty dollars on fight. That's why you don't have the English commentary. And they do this every time they run in the U.S. They never give English commentary live. Yeah, because they want you to pay for it. Even though I pay my fucking. Nine whatever yen every month, even when you weren't running shows, assholes. Oh, you pay more if we say pay more. <laughs> you pay what we, we tell you pay. We go Tony Khan by business model. You pay anyway, motherfucker. <laughs> we forbidden door, not you. Dim Pakistanis, good businessmen. <laughs> you, you may be center of U.S. universe. We center of our universe. <laughs> So you need help against China. <sighs> anyway. You you not only con in this world. BT, <laughs> we learned from the best. I help. actually took a sip of a drink. As you said, that was spinning all over my computer. <laughs> <laughs> we learn how to con from the best con. <laughs> we do Tanahashi verse riddle. <laughs> and you like it. <laughs> we do time bomb versus Fuego del Sol. Make a lot of money. Oh, lots of money. Fuego del Sol. <laughs> oh, yeah. Who? What ethnic group? The only promotion, no women. <laughs> 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 we know Ice Ribbon, Joshi, bullshit. Who need a, who need a Kenny Omega, Joshi, bullshit? <laughs> <laughs> We glad Kenny leave. <laughs> they no say, one in locker room say Joshi anymore. Forbidden door, Ken, forbidden door, not open to Kenny Omega. <laughs> forbidden hey, door closes. Honestly, <laughs> only Kota Kota open that, door. That's the one guy. Open anal door for that, Omega. That door, that door no longer forbidden. Oh no, pal. Guys, on, on the real though, they say that that Meltzer even says to this day that that is, that is the one guy that New Kota. Japan says no to to this day is the Young Bucks and Omega. They will Kota. not. They're mad at them for some they reason. They are. They must have you lied leave. through their teeth or something. You know, tell us you leave for con. <laughs> now you, you pay. You pay. 
Gone. You pay. You pay price. with your future. You know more sixty men. Iron match. Fuck you. We, we take it out on Kota's ass. <laughs> Kenny. That's right. How That's you like us, that? <laughs> you bend over, say ah. <laughs> we take Flippy Mid Carter and make him your spot. <laughs> Kenny, how you like that? <laughs> Wait a minute, you can't make a flippy mid-carter. Omega wasn't already a flippy mid-carter. Can't flippy Omega mid-carter. Make him belt connect. I'll take all spray and we spray him all over Kota. We'll get the and then look what happened. Osprey can't hang. So we put in that smaller guy. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys see um, Who the fuck has it I keep forgetting this fucking guy's name Because they just brought him the fucking New Japan Osprey get injured due to all flippy shit Yeah I <laughs> We'll make fun of the honkies eventually On this show folks <laughs> We're making our way around the world right <laughs> we're, now. Yeah we're getting there We're getting there oh, God damn, God damn. Give it, a, God damn, <laughs> give it another two hours We'll get be on All the fucking titles deserve to be on White Southern Boys like the Midnight Express Shout out to Bobby Eaton Rest in peace I mean, We're fucking gonna tear it up God damn it None of you fucking Japanese people God damn motherfucker All of you Hang on, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna get white going in a second Don't But I gotta God bring I gotta bring up a point Hey Jim Cornette I'll tell you what If I tell you the rising sun Is not gonna come up tomorrow You better go buy your flashlight Go ahead Tell him AC Hang on Hang on Hang on Hang on Hang on Oh so um, Shingo Tagagi Is the yeah. IWGP yeah. world champion right I put it on somebody so, so when Tagagi won it, it was him versus Okada at Dominion, um, which I I know Meltzer and White House, I love you, White House, went crazy about this match. I still I, I still will say Ibushi and um, and uh, what's his face Nakamura. No, it was uh, Matanza Cueto. Uh, 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 Jeff Cobb. Yes. Ibushi and Jeff Cobb uh, was the best match on that show, in my opinion. So, Shingo Takagi car. wins the title. The fucking belt is so big. <laughs> it doesn't even fit him. <laughs> Did you guys yeah. see it? Dude, they put it on, like, the last buckle. It was falling off him. And it was... The, 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 the belt came around so far, it almost came all the way to the front. You know what I, I don't... Gotta, Dude, it's, it's fucking hilarious. How AC can make fun of all these motherfuckers' size, but yet he rants and raves about the young bucks beating everybody twice their size. He's all over that shit. Every, who the young bucks beat that's twice their size? Dude, look at their New Japan run. Twice their size in New Japan? Who? Didn't they be like fucking the young, the fucking, oh man. No, no, they didn't. Why? You should stop. Quit while you're ahead. <laughs> Thank you. Second, he's you're going ahead, to man. lose this he argument. Bitch, he bitches about everybody's size except for these two skinny, balding motherfuckers, and I don't get it. Yeah, but he, but he I, dude, loves I, Roman Reigns. I've so. literally crushed the Young Bucks for a year straight. <laughs> crushed them. You know, <laughs> know listen, White. You know, listen to cool truth, White. No, even before this year, back when you were you were on their team. Yeah, when the Young Bucks were fun yeah. and I they were entertaining. I liked the Young Bucks. When, ah. when when I I gave them credit for being self made and not selling out and doing all that stuff. Yeah, that's great. What they've done up until now, I don't 
in AEW, I don't think was very good. Just put skinny. It's cool. It's fun, and it's different. There you go. See, here's here's the thing. This is when you. It must be the white name, white and White House. You guys like attribute all my everything I say to somebody's <laughs> size. I'm the guy. I I, I I fucking go to indie shows. I watch Ring of Honor. I watch Impact. I watch WWE. I watch. AEW. I watch all kinds of wrestling, but if I say I love Roman Reigns, John Cena, and The Rock, I only like big guys. If I say I love the Young Bucks, I only like little guys. Which is it? I, I'm like I'm pretty fucking diverse. You gained the fucking picture. We put skinny white American in Rivera jacket. It pop AC very much. Dude, there's not that many big guys in New Japan. I don't know where you're going with it, but whatever. We have we have young buck go eat at TGI Fridays. AC laugh very much. <laughs> we do headbands for Connecticut, United States. <laughs> we taking one, I wear a headband one time we're, five years ago. We're taking over the USA one forehead at a time. <laughs> Endo of I gotta ball. tell you, those young buck headbands suck. <laughs> Endo of like, ball. Those like Love dangly things on them. They, like, I'm like, what are they doing with those? He fucking bought one. That's how he knows. <laughs> no, I didn't buy one of those. Matt Taven wear headband. Fan, <laughs> fan wear headband. You fair, coming down? You coming point, down south now, point, boy? You better instead. Fair, fair point, because when I was wearing a headband, I was wearing a Kingdom shirt. So, so. <laughs> <laughs> See, we know, we know how to sell merchandise. You wear them tight muscle shirts and those headbands, man. You're gonna get looks from the wrong kind of fellas down here. I'm telling you. <laughs> Uh, no, don't worry. You better, you better fucking change it up to a goddamn Dickie shirt and a Harley Davidson bandana. I got I listen. I have enough conservative t-shirts that last me a year to wear. <laughs> don't you worry. America don't love you Donald Trump. Love America. Donald Trump. Love Donald Trump. I went to Stab and Shop with my rigged election shirt on today. Very orange. Very evil. <laughs> very orange. Yes. Yeah. Very orange. Very. And speaking mean of tweets, mean tweets. Like rising Chief sun gas. Edward, Chief gas. Edwards, uh, you said you're not a fan of this guy, but did you see the big ass "We Want Danhausen" uh, sign in the front row on yeah, ramp? Yeah, I saw it. Yeah, yep. He's gonna come in eventually, man. But he just got that Ring of Honor deal, so at the beginning of the year. So I doubt it. Forbidden he... door, forbidden door open. If, if the forbidden door opens, you will see Danhausen on the fucking dynamite. Who's Danhausen? Danhausen. Forbidden Househausen. Is he is he door house of honor? Yes. He uh, just got a contract with Ring of Honor this year. Oh yeah. Love that Dan House. Oh yeah. See, here's the thing. Him? I'm I'm with Jim Cornette on this deal. I like Dan Housen's promos. I like his YouTube channel. I never want to see the guy wrestle because he's done wrestled the Virgin the Invisible Man. Wait, so you agree hundred percent? Yeah, yeah. You agree with, talking about now. You agree one hundred percent with Jim Cornette, White? Yeah. There's no way. That can't oh, be true. I'm shocked. <laughs> You agree with Cornette? No way. Imagine that, right? Oh, man. Imagine that. Corny. Imagine Hillbilly. Agree with Hillbilly. <laughs> hey, listen, it's not just Hillbillies. I got a bunch of fucking Yankees up here that love Cornette, too. All America love Jim Cornette. <laughs> Jim Cornette, very wise. Very wise. Very wise. Very wise. Confucius say trust Jim Cornette. <laughs> Confucius. Confucius says trust Jim Cornette. If you should say Jim Cornette not hired by any wrestling company right now. Because <laughs> he doesn't want to be. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. That's, that's the reason. 
Hey, all right, boys. Two and a half. I'm out. He's expired all his options. <laughs> Here's a quick thing about Jim Cornette that he just divulged this past year. Tony Khan had a talk with him right when AEW was first starting. You know what Tony Khan made Cornette do in order to even talk to the guy? Cornette had to sign a fucking NDA. Why'd he do it? I don't know. Because he wanted this a job. A fraud. Because he wanted a new job from Khan. Because it's a Khan world. And we're thought, just living in it. That's right. Well, because he wanted to hear Khan's plans for this. Accept company. it, White. Accept he wanted, it. He wanted to hear Khan's plans say for it's the. It's a Khan world, White. And then say, order, it. say Say we're right, White. Well, say it's a Khan world. It's Khan world. Say it. Yeah, we're Con all getting Khan. Khan world. <laughs> Hashtag Khan world. But anyway. Bend, bend over and take your Khan. I think. <laughs> You'll take your con and you'll like it. Wait. <laughs> I think I think Jim Cornette wanted to see if it was going to be exactly like he thought it was going to be. And before Khan would let him know, yes, we're going to have the Young Bucks and Omega and all them in, he made him sign an NDA. Because Cornette's mentioned it many times. He goes, I can't mention this because of that good old NDA. He'll hint around it, but... Uh, poor Cornette. Well, I, we should probably wrap. Yeah, I'm wrapped. We're wrapped already. We're wrapped. So, so this this is what we got to do. We got to come back next Saturday after, because I can't do it Friday. So we got to oh, do after Saturday. punk. Yeah. Even if right. I'm even if I'm on the road, count me in, and I'll do it on my telephone. There All right. Go. All right. Deal. So we'll we'll agree to meet up again next Saturday. We have a dynamite. We have uh, we have um, Pepsi. We Man. have the uh, 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 rampage. And SummerSlam will be that night, which I won't see any of it. So I don't know if you guys if you guys are watching it, I'll probably throw it on while we're doing the show and kind of like whatever peek at it. But I'm not really that excited. <laughs> Speaking of Danhausen, every time he makes a CM Punk reference, he doesn't call him CM Punk. He just calls him Pepsi Man. So that's what I've been saying. Like Pepsi Man's returning soon. <laughs> ah, we know a drink of Pepsi. Man. All right, all right, all right. No, all right. I'm gonna I'm gonna from from the cool truth standpoint. And Retro Mania Wrestling Podcast Network standpoint. I'm going to wrap here. Uh, here we go. Uh, one more time. I got to do it again. We're gonna, you're going to hear about it for another month. CT Horror Fest, September 18th at the Naugatuck Event Center in Naugatuck, Connecticut. Jake the Snake Roberts. For more information, www.horrornewsnetwork.com slash CT Horror Fest. Oh,